What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. New, 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 new world order. AKA Mr. Coachalini, better known as the Prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you in the Desert Storm Bucker with EWF. That would be every woman's fantasy. And CGAC, God Allah. And the eight time demonetized champion of YouTube. We got a great show for you today. And, and you know what time it is? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? We at the weekend. We at the weekend for all the weekday warriors, but weekday cowards. All right, we got a great show for you today. We, who created Hookup Culture? We got a video, and we got an opportunity for you guys to voice your opinion on this. Go ahead and hit the poll if you're watching this live, and go ahead and voice your opinion on who created Hookup Culture because what I'm seeing on the internet, nobody wants to take accountability for Hookup Culture. And I gave you three options. Men pushed women into easy sex. Option number one, that's an option number eight. Option number B or option number two would be women opened up access to easy sex. And then smartphones allowed both people to do it. So we have three options for you right there. Now we're going to take you through a history of easy sex, hookup culture. It didn't just start in our modern time, but we're going to talk about it in the lens of our modern time. But we also have some other great stories. We have Britney Spears. Uh, seeking attention to take away the light, the shining light of our new import from France, the NBA player Victor Wembanyama. Wembanyama. All right, I I can never say his name. All right, but um, we're actually here in Vegas. He's here for the NBA Summer League, going to make his debut. And of course, two days before Britney Spears is involved in, you know, these people were on a collision course to collide. And what greater two than Britney Spears and Victor Wambamiana? All right. I mean, what better two people to collide than these two people? And so now there's a big incident. A police report has been filed. Britney Spears is trying to overshadow because she's in her feelings and she got slapped back by Victor's security for her crossing the line. Now, we're going to talk about the story there and uh, much, much more, much, much more. So buckle up, you see, Bells, do me a favor, hit the like button. And we're going to continue with the show and feel free to subscribe if you wish to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign the notorious CGA on the Cash App. Bimmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. I didn't mean that. New, new, <laughs> right. new, new you can super order. chat on the notorious CGA channel. I'm going to have to move that button because I moved that, but I'm going to have to move that button. All right, because I hit that on accident sometimes. Anyway, ladies, I hit you on accident sometimes, and I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking, never mind. Let's get back to the show. Earlier contributors, we got some early ones. Albert Wesker says, womenism was great. It made hookups, OnlyFan, and the junior college. Indeed. Indeed. So uh, the funny thing is, yes, we have this idea that men are the ones responsible for hookup culture. So who's responsible for seeking? Who's responsible for OnlyFans? Who's responsible for all of those? Are, did men do that? Did I do that? All right, Martin says, Coach, where are the Straggle and Sniggle Theater Season 1, Volume 2, and 3 episodes? Shout out to you. 
He says, in the worlds of CGA, he wants me to send it because I can't find it anywhere. At some particular point, I'm going to have to have spinoff shows and channels. One of my first spinoff shows from my main channel was the Monkey Simpanzee channel. Okay, I created that channel probably around 2019. I did about 13 episodes, got demonetized. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, and uh, that was that was crazy. But I got a lot of spinoffs. I got series coming up. I got Straggle and Stiggle. I got Monkey Simpanzee, the second coming. I got Tony the Black, the Tony the Battalion and the Stereo Shaheen, Adventures of Stereo Shaheen and Tony the Battalion. All right. I'm going to be doing skits in 2024. I'm going to be doing skits in 2024. Oh, man. I got, uh, man, it's going to be crazy. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got ambitions. I got ambitions. Oh, wait. Look at this. It's going to be crazy. Who wants to see Tony the Battalion with Stereo Shaheen? I can't be stopped. All right. I got the old, I got the old woman. I'm going to have an old woman. I'm not going to put on a dress. You know what I mean? I mean, stand trying to read. I got the old person reading glasses show, trying to read with CGA, reading with CGA. That's going to be a whole. I got a whole day. Ain't never going to stop me. They can't stop me. All right. I'm going to have a variety show, straggle and sniggle. Anyway. The Boomer Channel, yes, the Boomer Channel. <laughs> he said, "Don't no, Wesley snipe yourself." I'm not putting on no dress. It's gonna be crazy. Shout out to J Flow says, Coach Nate Daw said, "It ain't no fun if my ninjas can't have none." My singing voice ain't here. Shout out to you, Coach Gang Yang, in the building. We got no government name. He says, "What's up, Coach? You have the two best sound clips on YouTube, and the number one you say is that you like is." The I'm not happy, and he likes this one too. This is another good one. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. Indeed. I'm going to the streets. End of story. Indeed. Shout out to you. And he says, I forgot to add no government name. And he says he wanted that request, and I got it. Robert Moran. Or Marin says for some barbecue this weekend. It's barbecue in there. Thank you for your help and your group on Sunday's Patreon. And if you're not on the Sunday Patreon group Sunday evening, join patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. Get to the money mindset and you can join us live. Okay, we do have some love on the Cash App and PayPal, and we'll get to those here in a minute. Shout out to your boy Scoot. He says here for the edutainment. Rawest in the game, pause. And this is the best entertainment here on YouTube, as always. Indeed, it's the best entertainment on YouTube. We got our brother, E-Dot, is in the building. He says, I'm crying in the shower right now. I'm depressed. Can I get that 500? <laughs> All right. My man's We covered depression and mental health yesterday. I went off because I don't like people using excuses. And we found out who all the dope fiends are and the alcoholics. <laughs> all right, We went in there and we found out why women are really, really depressed. And if you missed the show, we might cover it slightly here with some jokes. But if you missed the show, go check into it. All right. And he also says, oh, no, hell no. What did Prawn Hub do to you? I didn't do nothing to me. And that's you. Didn't do nothing to me. Shout out to you. PJ Throwaway says, uh, 
Coach, did you speak on? Oh, I did. That was yesterday. Okay, let's check PayPal. If anybody's alive on over on the PayPal Z, we got Sizzo in the building. All right, Sizzo says, uh, hashtag Yacht Mob. What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? He nigga? says, uh, it's definitely going to be the uh, the water parks for me because it's probably hot out there. I'm getting tired of this triple digit weather. Stay safe out there, fellas. Free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> All right, my brother out there probably sweating bullets because I know where you are. I'm not going to reveal where you are, but y'all ninjas out there sweating. I don't know how y'all do humidity out there. Humidity is out there crazy. Shout out to Loud Pocket says, Coachy, can you hit me with the new I'm going to the streets? Indeed. I'm going to the streets. End of story. End of story. <laughs> right? She going to the streets. I'm going to the streets. End of story. She's, it's not. A problem. She going to the streets. Okay. The only place left for you to go. I'm going to the streets. End of story. Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to uh Miles says I appreciate last night's rant coach. As a part of Generation Z, I can honestly say a lot of this generation is addicted to some type of substance. It's easier now than ever to get ahead. He says, especially with women starting this hookup culture. <laughs> he wants to say the women started it. But yeah, man, I, I'm always very conscious of people trying to deliberately slow me down. And um, I've always been this way. And, and substance abuse is um, substance abuse is the, one of the easiest ways to get you stopping on your grind. And it always is going to cause you problems. As a matter of fact, let me go ahead and show you this as we're talking about it, because this came up on Twitter. I was looking on my Twitter and um, a Anthony, Brian Logan had a uh, shout out to ABL. He had a clip, not a clip, but he had a, a thing here about um, Heather Locklear. And as you guys know, I always tell you the story where I met Heather Locklear for a brief period of time. And uh, I thought she was very attractive when I met her. All right. But this was in the 90s. This is apparently Heather Locklear. Apparently, apparently, allegedly, she has a she has a drinking problem. Now, drinking is cool when you're in your late teens, 20s. But if you can't get a hold of your alcohol. And I don't want to hear shit about depression or mental health. She's an alcoholic. All right. And her family says so. But guys, the wall is undefeated. The wall is undefeated. This is not mental health. This is alcoholism. And I'm here on a campaign to let people know that the majority of their problems are self-induced. And many, many times people use these things to blame others i was traumatized no you weren't you're an alcoholic and you're a substance abuser most likely a dope fiend at that all right and so let's deal with the dope fiend behavior and the alcoholism before we try to yeah and pills too before we try to push blame onto someone else okay this is what this generation is doing they're trying to take the attention off of them and their enablers and then push the attention on somebody else that ain't this is an innocent bystander all right these people are gone these people are abusing substances, Gen Z specifically, but even more people are abusing substances and then claiming to be in some sort of mental health crisis. Now, you're a drug head. You're a dope fiend. All right. That's what you are. You're a dope fiend and you 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 suck the you suck the glass dick. That's what you do. And you out there sucking on bottles too. pause. But that's what you are. And deal with that first. Goddamn dope fiends <laughs> want to call it want to tell me what they what's wrong with them. All right. Shout out to these dope fiend ass ninjas zooted zooted ass women. All right. Every time you see a woman, she either sucking on a vape pipe 
She either drinking alcohol, popping pills, smoking weed, and then she want to talk about she got mental health. Please. Looking at her TikTok, looking at her Instagram, and then she want to say she got mental health issues. No, she don't. No, she don't. She an addict. That's what she is. <laughs> she an addict. And don't even know it. Shout out to Kaylin says, since women today don't even want to take dating advice from their own fathers, brothers, uncles, and cousins, should we be surprised when women make horrible decisions sexually? This has only increased the responsibility on women being the gatekeepers of sex. Well, that's actually good. We can actually explore that a little bit. All right. We can explore that a little bit, but that's an interesting conversation to open up. And I don't know if people are ready to take responsibility. They're not. People are not ready to take responsibility like that. Crypto Keeper, I know you do the 21, but is there any uh, anything coming up to meet your fans? Not at the moment. All right. I meet every day with you guys here. <laughs> All right. Schedule P coach. I had me a blue haired sister last night in the carpet. Match the drapes. Nasty boys in the building. Oh, that's nasty. All right. A blue haired. I need to. I don't even know. Last one. Peruvian heat. What's up, coach? My Juco Brazilian XX always come over with her vape pen. And after last night's stream, I'm going to be cracking up every time I see her now. Hit me with. The rent is due. All right. Yes. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Nothing says dependency quite like holding a vape pen and just. <laughs> she just thinks me sitting there holding a conversation with you and they be like, I'm like, damn. Dope thing. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not exactly dope. <laughs> I'd be like, God damn. That's like me just sitting there like, yeah, they be in bed like. <laughs> dope Shout out to the dope out here, babe. People crazy out here, but uh, let's get into the day show. Doom and gloom. We're in the doom and gloom time right now. Let's ring the bell. Doom and gloom CGA indeed. All right, we ain't gonna have a long dope. We ain't gonna have a long doom and gloom. We're gonna take you to the water. All right, the water. We're gonna find out what's going on with your water. Millions of Americans still drinking unsafe tap water. Here's why. Okay, it says right here nearly half of the nation's tap water contains PFAS. A new study found. Uh, it says right here finds it says Americans living in urban cities and areas are. Most at risk. What I tell you about the community top. What I tell you, and by, you know, um, this was once a conspiracy theory. Um, be, saying probably about twenty years ago, if you said there was poison in the water, <laughs> right, you were considered a tinfoil hatist. However, we're in the hour of truth. We're in the hour of truth. And they say nearly half of the tap water in the United States is estimated to have at least one type of what they call per and or poly. And I can't pronounce it substance or PFAS. A national study from the U.S. Geology Survey shows the group of chemicals commonly used in consumer products like nonstick cookware and lining of fast food boxes has been linked to the human illnesses like cancer, Low birth rate and thyroid disease. Well, there goes the fat people right there. You got a. 
you guys have an excuse now. The agency claims it's the first comprehensive study, the first of its kind, on unregulated private wells, giving event, uh, average consumers information about the risk of PFAS when they grab a glass of water from the kitchen sink. Scan says Kelly Smalling. Smalling? I don't know. The study's lead author and research hydrologist. It's kind of being... Wait, it, it kind of begins to give private users information on some of the exposure and risks. And there's a whole bunch of information there here. We're not going to go over that, but I'm going to continue the story about the water. If you haven't been paying attention, because I know you haven't, you've been paying attention on the fornication. But you guys might, might want to get filtered water in um, prior to consumer uh, consuming. But here's another piece of story here. From the doom and gloom files. All right. Uh, the doom and gloom files. Here's another one. It appears that, and if you haven't been paying attention, Japan will soon release the Fukushima radioactive water into the ocean. New, 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 new world order. How worried should we be? Well, if you haven't been paying attention, this is a story. Um, around 2012, there was a uh, uh, there was a disaster. I believe it was a um, it was a uh, it was a um, what do you call it? It was a nuclear waste disaster, essentially. And um, Japan, I don't know if you know, is an island. And what's happening is uh, Japan, the things that happens in the water in Japan, since they're close to the Pacific coast of our country, of our border, things tend to happen in Japan, float over into the Pacific coast. And it is leaked out into the water. They're surrounded by waters. They're pr pretty much islands. So there was a nuclear disaster uh, uh, that was the earthquake, then a tsunami. Then it led to some issues with the uh, nuclear meltdown called Fuki, Fukushima. Well, they've retained a lot of that nuclear waste. Okay, now what they're trying to do is get rid of that nuclear waste. And they're going to put it in the ocean. They're going to put it in the ocean, all right? And so what's going to happen is they says right here, we have no other option as space runs out to contain the contaminated material. According to the Japan people over there, they're like, we got to get rid of this contamination material and we got to dump it in the water. But what they're suggesting is, they're suggesting is they're going to dump it in not at all at once. They're going to have a, a certain year plan where they're going to dump a little bit, a little bit, a little bit at a time. All right, and I don't know the details about how much they're going to dump. All right, so the there was an earthquake, tsunami, and then they caused the damage to the nuclear plant. So I want you guys to start being vigilant about this. They're going to dump a little bit at a time, a couple metric tons of wastewater at a time, all right, enough to fill up 500 Olympic pools, they're saying, and they're going to do it a little bit at a time, all right? Just, yeah. And they're like, new, 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 new world and they're like, order. it really shouldn't be a problem. Oh, the humanity. It really shouldn't be a problem if we dump a little bit at a time. Now, they're having some negotiations with the people who have the powers that be. They're having some negotiations as to how much they got to dump, if they should be dumping at all, and then what will be the long term effects of said dumping anyway. New, 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 new world. It'll order. be fine. Don't worry. Anyway, that's our doom and gloom seg segment. I'm here to inform and edutain. With that being said, let's get the straggle and sniggle theater.
All right, we got a couple of straggles and a couple of sniggles. We got one woman right here that's going to say men are ugly. All right, she was like, there's not that many attractive men, and I can't really argue with her, but we got to consider the source. So we'll go ahead and take you to the screen, and I apologize in advance. She's using some sort of weird voiceover, so her voice is going to be weird. I've heard a couple of people doing this voiceover. So her voice is going to be some, somewhat distorted, going to sound like a cartoon character. But here we go. This is the person, Medusa herself, with the lip ring. And this woman is going to say, there's not that many attractive men. I mean, listen. <laughs> All right, here we go. I don't think I'm gay, but I feel like a lot of men are ugly. Like, let's be honest about this. Like, when you go outside or you go to a club on a good day, you might see two generally attractive guys. And I mean generally, not like, oh, he's not ugly. I mean, actually, it makes you do a double take. I forgot the intro. Generally attractive guys. Uh, but I promise y'all, if women held men to the same standards physically that men hold us, a lot of y'all would not make the cut. And y'all know y'all expectations are ridiculous. Like, let's be honest. Most girls just say they want someone a little bit taller than them, and y'all act like that's such a big ass. But y'all be wanting big booty judies, constant bundles in the hair, lashes done, big lips, slim thick. All right. And I forgot to play the intro. So our brother, Mr. Shabazz, told me to play the intro, and I'm out of pocket. So let's play it. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like. 550 on the five sticky can get high with me that's a deal right all right so she already kind of started off weird insinuating that men are asking women to have eyelashes and bundles of hair and so forth and so on i've actually told you that and of course they complied but they're also saying we don't get dressed for men oddly enough a couple of things that she's starting to talk about we got to break it down now now that you've heard at least 30 seconds of her video let's go back let's go back she starts off saying I'm not really gay or let's be honest, but she's saying men are not attractive. Let's consider the source for a second. Let's consider the source. Look at this woman. <laughs> okay. Now she's this woman right here is saying not many men are attractive. Well, listen, this woman is not but ugly, but she's somewhat average. I mean, come on. And she's probably below average once you stripped off the Medusa wig and the makeup. All right, she pretty much just just the body there. But let's listen. Let's listen into what else that she got to say here, uh, related to this topic because it's quite interesting. Quite interesting is going to give you an insight of how evolution occurs. I don't think I'm gay, but I feel like a lot of men are ugly. Like, let's be honest about this. Like, when you go outside or you go to a club on a good day, you might see two generally attractive guys. All right, so she could only find two generally attractive guys. Um, listen, I've always said guys are not that attractive, so I can understand her perspective. But she's a going. This is what this is what makes approaching difficult. This is what makes dating difficult because a person like this can only find two attractive guys. That's problematic. And I mean, generally, not like oh, he's not ugly. I mean, actually, makes you do a double take. Generally attractive guys. Now, how how difficult is gonna is that gonna make her uh, finding a mate? All right, this mindset is going to make it very difficult for her to actually find the mate because the guys that who the two guys that she finds genuinely attractive, probably most women find genuinely attractive. I mean, it's pretty simple. If she finds them attractive, mostly all the women are. So this is going to lead to the 90%, 10% rule, as many of you we talk about over here. Here we go. 
Uh, but I promise y'all, if women held men to the same standards physically that men hold us, a lot of y'all would not make the cut. And y'all know y'all expectations are ridiculous. Like, let's be honest. Most girls just say they want someone a little bit taller than them, and y'all act like that's such a big ass. All right, and so this is how evolution kind of gets out of control. Uh, people who don't believe in evolution are like, nah. Well, this is basically survival of the fittest, where women have a mindset which they control. Um, they control. They have a certain control or access to sex, and they kind of develop the rules where men participate. If a lot of women, too many women, we've, we're finding that too many women have this expectation of the six foot taller, right? Six foot or taller. This is going to lead to survival of the fittest mindset, or it can lead to her procreating with someone and having weak men take care of those offspring, which is not good as well. That's going to lead to a de-evolution as well. But she's saying asking for a man that's a little bit taller than her is not a big ask. And it is a very big ask. I mean, it is a super big ask. Now, if a woman is five foot one or five foot three, and she says a man a little bit taller, we're talking about five, seven to five, eight, five, nine. That would be an easy one. Unfortunately, she's talking about six foot and above. That is a major ask. That guy is very rare and only represents less than 15% of the men. But you can still tell them that it doesn't mean anything. This is why evolution can get quite out of control really quickly. If you want to know why the birth rate declines, it's because of stuff like this. Women say, I'll be by myself as opposed to be with a guy that is under my standard. And let's continue with the ridiculous standards that she says men have for her, which are false. But y'all be wanting big booty judies, constant bundles in the hair, lashes done, big lips, slim fig, da 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 And you don't even really have what you're asking for. Everyone's like, learn if you want to build your roster up, just go outside. Why are y'all sitting here acting like there's just so many options of attractive men outside? So here you go right here. This is an indicator of why women are staying single, right? So they can blame men for their reason to stay single, but it's obviously them. It's their choice. It's the, I can do bad all by myself. It, if I can't find the guy that I want, not the guy that I need, if I can't find the guy that I want, I'll just stay single. So guys that jump up and say, hey, well, look at me. I'm five foot seven, eight, five, nine, the average height of an American man. I'll kind of do what you want. I'll be what you need. And she'll be like, eh, I really can't do that. Mm -hmm. It's really bad. It's really bad out here. And take a look. This woman is below standards physically in the face. She's below standards. She's below average physically in the face. Um, so let's continue to hear what she's talking about here. And then the ones that are attracted to be attracted until they start talking. Oh, now it's even worse. So now it gets even worse. So now that the ones that are attractive, when you talk to them, they lose, you lose attraction. I mean, it keeps getting worse and worse and worse for a lot of men. This woman should simply be able to be, she should be somebody's wife. She has no ability to earn a significant amount of money in any endeavor. So she's going to be a dependent. She's going to be a dependopotamus. She's not going to earn more than $45,000 a year in her life. She's going to be a dependopotamus. She needs to be a wife. But here she's sitting here now saying, now even the, even the guys I want, they don't meet my standards. So I'll just be single. And this is where the marketplace is going. Wow. Wow. Let's get to the next one, guys. Let's talk about this young woman right here. I'm going to have to turn down the music, I believe. 
and this woman's going to show you um, and she's going to show you right here this Ling Ling. And by the way, I got to play the music on her because where do I find her? I'll be on the plane pronto. Take a look at this young lady right here. Oh, boy. The music coming in loud. Take a look at this. Um, are y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? I got too many musics going right now. So uh, take a look at this young lady right here. You see her. She's got her measurements and all of that. She looks a little, she a little chunky in the face. She a little chunky in the face. And as you can see, she has a nice dress on and she's looking good there. You see that, you know, straight. Not a lot of hippage there, uh, you know, looking neatless and neatless and looking feminine. Looking good, huh? Okay, looking good, huh? Now, I want you to notice something. What I've warned you about is that clothing's, clothing could be quite deceptive. Clothing can be quite deceptive. And men don't understand this. I know this for a fact. I've lived with many women. Clothing is designed for women to hide a lot of flaws. Men as well. Men as well. But mostly women. Now, I'm going to take you to the beginning because this is the end of the video. This is the end of the video. Let's take you to the beginning of the video so she can show you what she hiding up under all that. And I'm glad she actually showed this. So here we go right here. We'll take you to it. She has a pretty face. This is what she's hiding. Take a look, guys. Take a look. I mean... Everybody has this, but we're going to play the video. All right. Keep your, keep your mind and pay attention to what's going on. She has spanks. She has, you can see, she has some legging attire here that's holding everything in. All right. So let's go ahead and play the video here. Uh, I don't think we have, there you go right there. All right. She has thick thighs. She has definitely a football print, but take a look as she steps back and she poses. What does she do? She puts her hands in her. Take a look at that. Take a look at the difference, guys. Now, she's still not bad. Still a good-looking girl. But uh, take a look how deceptive. Now, if you saw her calves, you can tell she's a big girl. She's holding she's holding a lot of fat right there. You can tell by the ankles. Somebody just said it right there. You can tell by the calves and the ankles that she's definitely going to be big. And actually, if you check her feet, her feet will tell you she got fat feet already. It's eventually going to spread. It's eventually going to spread. But take a look as she poses. She turns her head, uh, turns her foot in. All right. Puts her head above her, uh, above her shoulders. As I told you before, a classic pose to disguise weight and so forth and so on. But as you can see, man, that is definitely, definitely something you would be shocked at if you take her home. Okay. You take her home and she takes her clothes off. You'd be like, what the hell? You'd be like, oh, the humanity. Now you'll still hit. You'll still hit, all right? But you'll still be like, I didn't expect to see that. All right, thank you for sharing that video right there. Uh, here's another video that um, I've been talking about lately about uh, women really are not mad at men. They're mad at God. And so when they wake up and they talk about the inequities in the world, they're really talking about God. And you really should direct the conversation to the Lord. You should say, listen, take that up with God. There's something I can't help. Now, if you want me to help you here, I can't help it. You need to talk to God. And here's a situation here where I was talking about yesterday. We were talking about women and mental health. There was a section that I read about socio, uh, socio, socioeconomic or sociocultural areas where women get affected negatively and, they, and it depresses them. 
and a lot centered around their biology, certain aspects of, you know, they can't do adult things. They're, they're, they have an adult body, but they're limited. And that can somewhat mess up their mind. Now, this is an example of it. We're going to go to a Supreme. I played this clip before, but I wanted to back it up. This is an extreme flat back to Kaylee. I mean, this is flat back Fridays. This woman's built like an isosceles right angle. I mean, good Lord, have mercy. I mean, this is definitely a flat backs and flat fronts. I mean, this is the definition of flat back. This is the definition of long backed. So uh, shout out to this long back to Kaylee. She's just. Them cheeks look like they can puncture a thigh. She sits on your lap. Hi, yay, yay. All right. But uh, let's take a look here. As you can see, this adult woman says, I'm not going to wait for my husband. I'm actually going to move this furniture. Now, you know, this is going to be a disaster. All right. This is going to be a disaster. But what happens is what happens is when you say you don't need no man or you want to do that. But these adult women actually have a limitation. And that is the limitation of God. This is actually causing a crisis uh, between men and women because women want to be equalized, but they need men to equalize them. There's still a dependency even when women want equality. Now, let's take you to the video. Yeah, uh, yeah, it sounded like it, I, it felt like I was humanly capable, but, you know, there's more to lifting and moving furniture. There's more to lifting and moving furniture than actually lifting and moving furniture. She could have actually smashed her toes because she's actually moving this without shoes on, if I'm not mistaken. So she got lucky she did not smash her toes and break all of them, the metacarpals or the metatarsals. See that? She doesn't even have shoes on. She actually averted a disaster. Best thing that happened to her was to hit her head with that heavy uh, furniture mover, as we call it right there, um, Dolly. I mean, she could have crushed everything. This could have been a double disaster. I mean, she barely got them toes out of here. Out of there. So, um, you know, what, what you what you're experiencing in the world, what you're experiencing in the world is women anger at God, not anger at man. When they push for equality, you should think it. I'm here to help men and women. When men, you hear this equality push. Don't take it personal. When we talk about the story of Adam and Eve, this was the same story. When we talk about the spirit of Lilith and the parables in the folklore of Jewish culture. Lilith was jealous of Adam and she refused to submit and lie on her back. That's Lilith for the rest of, for the history of time, women have been having a problem with God, not with man because it quite can suck to be built like an adult and still be incapable. Yeah. That could piss you the hell off, right? That could be frustrating as hell. And so here you go right here. This woman right here is trying to test God and she meets her fate almost. And she almost crashes her toes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you got to learn. You got to be willing to learn. And you got to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And not only that, you have to humble yourself in the sight of man. I can't help your plight of equality because that's you need to take that up with the God. You need to take that up with God, not with CGA. Although I do have a God complex, but you need to take that up with God, not I. All right. I am your God on earth, but I can't help you here. All right, so here we go right here. Speaking of sniggles, we got Marcus Jordan. Michael Jordan is actually disgraced at this guy's behavior. <laughs> Marcus Jordan on Larsa Pippa saying she has 11 eggs to get pregnant. But as we know, these two people have linked up. 
I think he's 38 years old and she's well into her early 50s. Uh, there they are. They have a podcast. He's 38. He wants to have babies. He wants to have babies with Larsa Pippen. Ninja's always taking the worst available option. And it don't matter if you're the son of Michael Jordan or if you were Ninja on the corner of uh, Wells Avenue in Milwaukee. Ninjas take the worst options of all time. We are the low-hanging fruit collectors. Why in the world would you want to have children with Larsa Pippen? Why in the world would you want to jack off into a Petri dish of her unfrozen eggs to have babies with a 52-year-old woman? We are gone as a human being. I mean, we're gone as a society. We're trying to play God when, the when God already set the rules and the laws of nature. The laws of nature have already been set. And we're trying to play God here on earth. Uh, you know, if you do believe in God or the Lord and Savior, Jesus, Jesus, if you do believe in the Allah, if you do believe in any sort of God, God will come down and punish with wrath one day, one day, you despicable human beings. All right. You despicable human beings. And the last story here on the Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we have a wonderful story to share. Apparently in Baton Rouge, Louisiana recently, we had a woman that had a situation where she needed a man. So we're going to share this wonderful story. And she says, as I was coming home from Baton Rouge, one of my tires blew out. I was freaking out trying to desperately find someone at the gas station to help. I am I so happened to look over and see a sheriff pumping gas. And it was a male sheriff. So I walked over and kindly asked him if he can help. Since I was alone and four hours away from home, ladies, stop traveling alone. He looked at me and kind of brushed me off as if he had better things to do. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> do it yourself. Do it yourself. I ain't got no time to be again. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible to have to do things by yourself. All right. And she says this gentleman in the picture, which we'll show you later. His name is Cleanest. The gentleman's name is Cleanus. Overheard and saw the cop wasn't interested in helping me and said, come on, I'll help you. Uh-oh, we got simping in the building here. All right. Okay, so Cleanus came over and said, baby, I'll help you. Cleanus knew the tire wasn't any good anymore. I thought I had a spare tire in the trunk, but sadly I did not. As you can see, she's ill-prepared. She's ill-prepared. Not only does she not know how to change a car, she did not prepare and have a spare in the trunk. Typical woman mm. shit. Only a woman. Okay, so what had happened was, long story short, uh, but Cleanus, <laughs> Cleanus was able to retrieve a new tire at Walmart and managed to get the tire off the rim, to, which is very difficult to do. This is not easy to do, all right? and managed to get the tire off the rim to replace it with the new tire. Cleanus's son and another young man were able to help the process along. Cleanus was truly watching over me. I'm sorry. God was truly watching over me and uh, on my delay home. Angels come in all shapes and sizes. Cleanus worked two continuous hours trying to get me back on the road. He told me 
he had a daughter who was 21 years old and he would have the wait and he would want to same that for her if the situation happened to her i was truly blessed to be able to get back on the road and make it home safe and sound cleanest anders shout out to cleanest we're going to give him a win right Shout out to Cleanest. Cleanest Anders. We're sharing good stories here. If you guys happen to run into Cleanest, uh, what is his name? Please tell him what a wonderful man he is. All right, hold on for a second. Anybody? So, you know, Cleanest, if you see Cleanest, give him a pat on the head. You're such a wonderful man. You're such a wonderful man. All right, shout out to Cleanest. Now, Cleanest, he also has to say, my family truly appreciates the selflessness this man offered upon me. All right. Sincerely, Lisa James Thomas. Lisa James, that's some country shit. That's some country as hell. Why you ain't got no man, Lisa? Oh, by the way, gentlemen and ladies, if you're watching this show, she managed to take a selfie with Cleanest. Are you ready to see the selfie? Y'all ready for this? Are you ready to see this man, this great character man, this good man? Are you ready to see what Cleanest looks like? Y'all ready for this? Are you ready to see our brother dearly? Well, let's show you right here. Hold on for a second. Let's show you Mr. Cleanest right here. Niggas always gotta show they there it is right there. There he is. There my brother is right there. Yeah, that brother's starving. It's not a shock. Why am I not surprised? Niggas always gotta show they I knew it. I knew it. I knew there had to be something. <laughs> I knew there had to be something. I knew there had to be a reason why Cleanest was so happy to help. Niggas always gotta show they I knew it, because if this was a fat, ugly woman or a black woman, he wouldn't have helped. But Cleanest. Niggas always I knew it. <laughs> Two hours. I wonder why. Wait a minute. Who are you? Now it makes sense. The story makes sense. At the end of the day, we all know why Cleanest helped for this girl. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? My, my brother said, can you have your shoes off? When I'm doing this, show my brother, Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. <laughs> we must stay focused. Look at him. My brother is happy as large. If he went home and told his fat black wife that he was helping this snow bunny, he will be his fat black wife will kick him out. She would chase him out with a skillet. <laughs> right? mm. Shout out to my brother. Cleanest wanted a piece of that snow bunny tail right there. My brother. <laughs> Remember. Yeah, we call it slow pimping. And this wasn't a nice gesture. He wanted to at least take out that anaconda. All right. She wanted, he wanted her to take a look at that anaconda so he could be. He wanted a little bit more than a nice little poem. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he wanted his first piece of white tail. That's what he wanted. He wanted a little bit of bunny in his life. You know, he ain't never had a bunny. You know, he ain't had. Look, 
This man right here, where they are in the South, four hours away from Baton Rouge. So this could either be Mississippi, Meridian, or it could be uh, Meridian might be three or four hours away from Baton Rouge, or it could be somewhere in the middle between Houston and Beaumont. So we're talking about the South. This ninja never had no bunny, not a bunny like this. He had maybe a pog, a mud shark. He ain't never had no classic bunny, right? So he said right there, uh, yeah, he like, brother, I got to have it. Yeah, this is somewhere between Mississippi and Baton Rouge or uh, or Texas. All right. Or it could be Shreveport. It could be coming down. I don't I don't know. It could be coming down from the north. It could be from Shreveport. But he definitely wanted to hit that. Anyway, if she offered up a little bit of bunny tail, okay, she definitely would have took some of that. He would have been happy. He would have been able to die. Happy. All right. All right. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor, hit that like button as the coffee's catching up. We're gonna get back to the show with Britney Spears coming up. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt, and women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, brothers, get ready, get ready to subscribe to all of my channels, man. All the channels, the links are in the description box below. Go to Nova's channel as well. Let's get these super chats going. All right, did I get U.S. Army retired? He says, the internet, social media, and cell phones make it very difficult to have a monogamous relationship. Yard man, lunch man, gas money man. She gets free vacations and at least 10 beta male orbiters. Ladies, let us know. Let us know. Shout out to Nike Slim says toxic masculinity to the rescue, of course. And I'm going to here to tell you, if she did not have her, let's just say she was pumping gas. If Cleanus's black ass actually just walked up to her and be like, hi, ma'am, she would have gave his ass the cold shoulder. All right. She would have never associated with Cleanus if, in fact, she was just on her minding her business. Right. Anyway, but that's how we know it. You know what I mean? We know it like that. But of course, when they need help. I, this is why I don't offer help. When they need help, they start to manipulate, right? And so they'll come up to you. And, and, and anytime I see women come up to me and they be like, oh, hi, sir. Hi, sir. Hey, um, 
you gotta have a moment. I'll be like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I don't have a moment because I know you want something. But of course, if they don't want nothing from you, they don't associate. This is the basic rules of Briefolds Law. Briefolds Law. This is Briefolds Law. All right. And so if you don't know what it is, you haven't been watching enough MGTOW channels. Shout out to MGTOW in the building. I associate with all people in the space of the manosphere. But I'm going to read off Briefolds Law. Briefolds Law is a theory, a theory that suggests that in relationships, any relationship, not just physical, uh, uh, romantic relationships, in relationships between men and women, the women determine the terms of the relationship and that any association between the man and the woman will only occur if the man, the woman, if the woman derives some benefit from the association. Okay. The association between the man and woman will only occur if the woman derives some benefit from the association. So if you're there and she's there and she don't need you, you invisible. <laughs> you're invisible. She's like, I don't see any reason to talk to you. Now you see a reason to talk to her at all times, because if she attractive, You'll talk to her. If, if, if you think you can help her, you'll talk to her. But they don't believe in the giver's gain, right? We believe in the giver's gain. We give first, and then we try to see if we can gain as a result. It is a form of manipulation because we can manipulate that as, all, as well. So we can give and then expect something in return. And then the woman says, well, I don't want to give you in return, right? So they're very self-centered. If there's no reason to associate, there is no association, <laughs> right? That is. Um. But uh, anyway, in that situation, when a woman does come up to you and has a need to associate, she'll come up to you and be like, hi, sir. Hi, handsome. Hi, wonderful man. Hi, wonderful, good looking guy. You're a good looking guy. Hi. You know what they want. Something. <laughs> hi, Mr. Negro. Hi, Mr. Goofy ass. Hi, Mr. Ashy lips. Hi, Mr. Ball headed guy. Hi, Mr. Graybeard. Hi, sir. Hi, hi. They start stroking your ego. Hi, what are you doing? Hi, just out of the blue. Hi, Mr. Negro. You'd be like, what now, bitch? What? <laughs> right, but look. Hi, wonderful, great, wonderful king warrior. Man, shut up. <laughs> All right, where we at? Wampa Bear says XXs have a problem with God, and men are the closest to that. Yes, we're the only one closest to solving their problems. We are God. All right. I am. And you must believe that I am says I also wait a minute. Did I skip? He says, I've been watching you since 2019 free agent lifestyle for life. Thank you for the contribution. He says, I also have your two books and the t-shirts over here. All right. Over here. Uh, 2024 brother. Shout out to you over here. Thank you, man, for the support. I appreciate it. Corey. Mitchell says, good shit, coach. In the building, we here to entertain and edutain. Shout out to the here. We got the boy, Scoot. Your boy, Scoot, did I get you? I'll get you again. I'll say your name. All right, Cleanest. We need to invite, we need to invite Cleanest to the show as to why he was working so hard in the humidity of Mississippi or Louisiana or Texas. Why was your black ass working that hard for that snow bunny? I want to know, Ninja. Oh, I'm not a good man. See, sir, I'm a good man, sir. Sir. It ain't like that in the South. We's good. We's good men around here. 
we we good neighbors around here. It wouldn't have mattered if this was the ugly Mexican woman come across the border. It wasn't matter if if it was a big old fat black woman. It wouldn't matter if it was a nice white woman. I take the nice white woman and I say, you a hey, girl, don't catch the vapor. Stay over here in the air conditioning and I'll change it to tire for you. I'll get the tire down for you. What I'm going to do, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to go buy the tire from Walmart. And don't worry about paying me back the money. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to put you, just sit right here, baby, right here in the air conditioner. I have my son fan you down. Fan the girl down, man. Fan the girl down. Hey, Miss Manny, Annie Mae, Miss Annie Mae stays over here. <laughs> stays over here and fan this white woman down, and do not let her hair curl up, all right? Make sure she get her hair straight. Don't make sure she, she shouldn't bust a sweat, all right? We got you, baby. I'm going to work two hours. You see me working over here? You see me working? Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the rim on this tire because you're dumb at, I mean, because you didn't have a spare tire. All right. <laughs> you white queen princess goddess warrior, you sit down there because you is the queen. You is the princess and the queen of the world. You are. Indeed. I'm just happy to be in your presence and your aura. Yeah, we're going to change this tire. All right, put the tie over there, boy, and then roll that tie over there. I'm going to get down and dirty for you. You don't worry about a damn thing, all right, because we got here. And, no, Juneteenth was just the other day, but I was work for you for free. I don't need nothing for you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> My queen, Milk of Magnesia, I'm going to do it for you as I look at you. Uh-huh. Is there a matter of time you can look at my black snake moan? I mean, don't worry about all that. I don't have no... Needs to touch you. You can be safe around me, milk of magnesia. Uh-huh. Look at your wonderful porcelain skin. Look at you. You looking so beautiful sitting around there. Beautiful. Look at you. <laughs> All right. Can you look at this anaconda? Where we at? Let me stop. Pro-blacks are irate right now. <laughs> okay. Pro-blacks are irate. But I didn't do. You guys are messing with me. Look at the story. Jesus. <laughs> Where are we get wet? Oh, man, this is a disgrace. Shout out to Ray. He says, hey, coach, the side guy just mirrored one of your talking points that women are never free. Uh-oh. Is that the guy that I featured here? Somebody said he was on the uh, on the on that podcast channel. There is a movement going around of content creators now talking about like women aren't free. I'm I'm yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the guy. That's the guy. I'm seeing it now. I saw a couple of clips and listen, I don't watch these people, but some people send me clips. I'm seeing a lot of people talking about they're getting on the bandwagon of the junior college. Yes. I'm seeing it. And I'm like, what the fuck? They're like this crazy, bro. And they're talking about money, energy, attention, and time. They switching it up and they people are figuring it out. But um, I'm seeing it. I'm like, yeah, people jumping on that bandwagon. They jumping on the bandwagon and they saw it. You heard it here, one of the first ones, Coach Radamus. But people also know what's happening in the real world as well. So they it's not necessarily that they're watching me, but they were actually applying what's in the real world. I actually was listening to a, I was dropping off my uh dog today at at the, the the trainer and um and i was coming back and i listened to this country uh music channel it's already set to there so i'm too lazy to change it and um 
the story that they were reading was about a girlfriend that had a sugar daddy that she fell in love with. I'm like, yo, bro. And she was like, now she, he's not my sugar daddy. He's my boyfriend. And they were talking about meeting guys on sugar daddy apps. I was sitting there like, yo, I'm like, it's encroaching into the real world. Now it's coming in. People now are comfortable having the conversation. It's no longer hidden. It's no longer hitting. It's going mainstream. And the reason why is it's inevitable. It's just happening too much to where people can't ignore it anymore. There used to be people who ignored it, right? You could easily ignore it. I, I remember dating coaches. They would have just ignored it. They'd be like, nah, man, nah. But normies are doing it. Now they can't ignore it. So they have to now. It's now part of the discussion. It's now part of the discussion. So anyway. Okay, daddy. CGA, I, you know what I mean? Like uh, when I decided to actually add that as a part of the element to the show, you guys understand, I thought about it a lot. I thought about it. I was like, do I really want to do this? Are people going to do exposed videos on me? Is this a risk for me to talk about it? Like I had to think about it. I had to think about it. I didn't just jump and just share it. And it's an element of my show now. So I talk about it as a part of the show. But I had to think about it. I was like, man, this is this is a risk for me to actually do this because not many people are doing it, especially that have big channels like mine. I was like, nobody's really talking about this. And this channel isn't big, but I have other channels that are big. And I was like, let me think about it. And I thought about it, thought about it. I talked to one content creator about it. And then I started doing coaching calls where people were bringing it to me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start it. I'm going to start the conversation because I've already said we're going to head that way as a society. And then I was like, let me start the conversation. And then I've added it. And since I've added it, now you see other people adding it. They're adding it as a part of a conversation of the option. So anyway, um, and it's going to explode. It's going to, the next five years is going to be commonplace. At this point, nobody can ignore it. If you're ignoring it, you're ignoring it because you want to ignore it, right? You're ignoring it because you want to ignore it. But trust me, Generation Z, it's somewhat a part of their culture. So get, get ready, <laughs> get ready. Y'all ready for this? It's literally a part of Generation Z's dating strategy. Not all, but it's a part of Generation Z's dating strategy that if it's not that, it's OnlyFans. If it's not that, it's Instagram modeling. If it's not that, they're trying to do what? It's interesting. Shout out to, let me see, did I, did I miss some people here? I might have missed some Venmos. But by 2030, it's going to be, it's going to be so commonplace it's going to be impossible to ignore it. And I've actually said that if your dating coach is not discussing it, he's not discussing the true options out here. He shouldn't tell you to do it, but I'm saying he should be developing some sort of concept for me, for you. If you have a dating coach, he should be making you aware of what that is. Pac-Man, Pac-Man says paying dues to my favorite African-American out here. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking And I'm going to go to Venmo, Venmo, PayPal. He says, um, it will be a sad day when I get priced out. And he says, from hearing you, because nothing is stopping your star from rising. Also, prime and decline, blue chip edition for men. That's a million dollar segment to add. Yes. Dude, I got I got blue chip mindset. We got prime or decline that I can make and spin off. We got that. We got the financial side, the money mindset. We got Tony the Battalion and my characters. 
We got monkey simpanzee. What you see from me is not the end. What you see from me in five years, y'all going to be like, remember when CGA used to do live streams on? That's what you're going to remember. All right. We do have one, two, three, four, five PayPal's. All right. But yeah, shout out to you, man. Uh, thank you, brother. We have D.O.R. from Europe. My boy's ex-wife fought to get the case adjourned. She's trying to uh, take his house. I remember that. Another waste of money, but thank you for saving me from this. Get the barbecue going. It's barbecue in there. Get the barbecue going. For real, man. Um, What did you say here? Uh, the guy was actually, he probably wasted money on litigation, lawyers, and guess what? <laughs> All for nothing because she was in her feelings. We have a woman or is this a man? Oh, this is a woman. Shout out to you. Can I say your name? We'll call you Tammy. I'll call you Tammy. She probably like, don't call me Tammy. She says, hi again, coach. It's the Kappa brother's wife back in the building. What's up for the weekend? Shout out to her Kappa brother's wife. Uh -oh. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Well, we are in Vegas to see Ursher tonight. And my husband approves my outfit. Salute. Thanks for bringing the best entertainment to YouTube. Enjoy the Ursher show. And do not let that man get all grabby handed on you. And do not have them booty cheeks out. But I can I can see you actually don't have the booty cheeks out. Well, you didn't send me a picture. Perhaps you must. Dele says, hope all is well, brother. He says, I don't think people really grasp what you mean when you say there is no God in marriage which is such a pos uh, pow powerful statement. And as a Christian, I agree with you. All of the religious people hear me out. When things get corrupted beyond repair, what did God do in the Bible? Did he try to fix it or did he give, did he completely just wipe whole nations out? And he says, um, the marriage system is so corrupt right now. God has already abandoned it. Thanks all. Preach on Pastor Coach. Appreciate you for that right right there, right there. God is really abandoned in marriage for sure. And um, the, the current marriage has nothing to do with anything related with God at all. It's not even associated with God. The only way it's associated with God is if you get married in the church. No government name. Last one, he says, what's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? He says, had to stop a ninja. He had to, had to, ah, had to stop ninja watching and support my show. First time, don't know. He says, your live streams this past week particularly have been fire. Keep preaching and spreading, spreading the truth. Working my way towards the free agent lifestyle. No substances or straggles are going to hold me back. Once you realize that you're a powerful man out here. You're a powerful man out here. Okay, I got to get back to the show because we got to cover Britney Spears. I'm going to get back to these super chats. Look at this cluckhead, Britney Spears. Look at this cluckhead, Britney Spears. Everybody knows what's happening to Britney Spears. She's gone. And the truth remains, she's gone. She's kind of out of her own world. She's in her own oblivion, possibly some substance abuse. She cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. She might be experiencing some things here. We don't know. She might be cloned, allegedly. She's an MK Ultra victim of the sex hidden MK Ultra. Disney, former Disney. She cuckoo. Well, unfortunately, her her cuckoo-ness has met up with the star of the NBA draft, which people believe is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime player. I want you to understand, if you don't watch the NBA, the gentleman here, name is Victor 
Win Banyama. He was allegedly seven foot five feet tall, seven foot seven foot five inches tall um, from France. He's a player that can play almost every position. And um, he seems like a good gentleman. In fact, he says he has no riz. He has no game. All right, because he's not an American black male. All right, and so he's like, I don't have riz. I don't need riz. There's actually a clip that I was going to play of this. But he was like, riz, I don't need that. I'm 7'5", okay? Mm. <laughs> All right. So he's here in Las Vegas, and he's here for the NBA Summer League. And he's going to make his NBA debut here tonight at 6 o'clock. He's making his NBA debut in the Summer League. But unfortunately, Britney Spears lives here, and we have a lot of celebrities live here in this small area of Las Vegas, all right, in the desert. Okay. Somebody said, I disagree, coach. God is in marriage. It's how he carries out his wrath. I don't give a shit if you disagree. Next time you disagree, disagree with some damn money. I don't care if you disagree. God ain't in marriage, period. End of story, moving on. I proved it too many times, Ninja. If you want to, go watch my stream where I proved it. Disagree in my chat. Give a shit if you disagree. What I told you was the truth. Move your punk ass on. All right, anyway, <laughs> there's no God in marriage. Now, <laughs> go watch somewhere else. All right, go watch another stream. Getting back to the show. Britney Spears allegedly slapped in Vegas by Victor Wimbanyama's security who backhanded her with to hell right to the face after she tapped the NBA player on his back for a photo. So essentially what happened, everybody could see what happened, <laughs> right? She thought because she was Britney Spears that she could just walk up to Victor and then get a, a photo. Now, if you actually see how she was dressed, I can't find the photo She's actually doesn't look like she doesn't look like Britney Spears. She's actually in like a hoodie. She's actually dressed up. You can't really see that she's Britney Spears. In fact, she probably has no uh, makeup on. She probably didn't identify herself as Britney Spears. One of the people in her in, in his inner circle said she was using a British accent. She didn't identify herself as Britney Spears. In fact, they didn't know she was Britney Spears until the next morning when the news reported on it. So they didn't know. And so she walks up in their group and then she touches him on the shoulder and his shoulders are up here. So she's not a tall woman. He's a very tall man. I think she's probably about five, six or something like that. And she walks in between the security and touches him to try to get a photo. Mm. Now, I'm going to give you I'm going to I'm going to give you her side of the story here in a minute. But here's the thing that we have to uh, talk. to. Here's the thing that we have to talk about. We have to talk about this. In this case, the fact that Britney Spears old ass, she's shorter like 5'3". Okay. Britney Spears old ass can actually show you how much a woman can cause you grief and trauma where you have a slight association with her. Okay. This woman came out of nowhere and now has turned your PR campaign upside down. Okay, and she did something that obviously if a male fan did to her, I don't care if the male fan was a known, well-known figure, he probably would have got the same treatment. Now, according to her, she says, that's not true. My security would never have bit, bit backhand slapped me. So we're going to give her side of the story. 
And we're going to also try to find a video of Victor explaining himself where he doesn't need to explain himself. But this poor man can't get out of the way without these self-centered people causing problems. He just wanted to go to a restaurant and here she is causing this confruffle. And he just wanted to stay on the straight and narrow. When she caused the problem, if she did not stick her nose in there, she wouldn't have got pimp slap. But her entitlement presumed she should have known as a celebrity. Hey, man, I don't like people rushing up to me. Perhaps she should have said, hey, security, I'm Britney Spears. Hey, can I get a photo? They probably would have obliged once she identified herself. But nobody can run up on this guy. He's well protected. But here, he's minding his own business. And here come this washed up ass Britney Spears. Okay. Mm. <laughs> right. And by the way, the court of public opinion, the court of public opinion has already signed in on this one with women overwhelmingly supporting Britney Spears. This is crazy. This is crazy. He was minding his own business. Britney comes into his life, and now he's sitting here crazy. Yeah, now she had that skirt on in the video. I might have would have let her get in there. So let me show you this. Britney Spears has sounded off. She's filed a police report. Lynch. <laughs> Remember what I tell you about when it comes to women. She's filed a police report. Goodness. Mm. Using his name and filed a police report against his security. Jesus, man. You guys got to stay away. You guys got to stay away. Do women, I, I have some theories. Much of the problems that men bring on in their lives or that is invited into a man's life is centered around the agent of chaos, which are women. They're agents of chaos. They cannot avoid it. <laughs> they sent the agent. They're always the victim. They never look at it as, you know what? I shouldn't have did that. I learned my lesson. I got a wake-up call. Britney Spears files police report after being assaulted by NBA player Victor Wimbayama's security guard in Las Vegas. How about did you assault Victor? Okay. I think she assaulted Victor. Nobody's going to see it this way because they're supporting this type of thing here. They're not holding her accountable. She goes on to Instagram and she says this. I'll show you here. <laughs> this is crazy. All right. He minded his own business. This is Britney Spears Instagram. Traumatic experiences are not new to me. And I've had my fair share of them. I was not prepared for what happened to me last night. Mm. Let's get the story. It says right here. I recognize an athlete in my hotel lobby as I was heading to dinner. See collision course. I later went to a restaurant at a different hotel and saw him again. Interesting. So you're following him around. I decided to approach him and congratulate him on his success. I was really loud or it was really loud. So I tapped him on the shoulder to get his attention. I am aware of the player's statement where he mentioned I grabbed him from behind. Uh-oh. But I simply just tapped him on the shoulder. False. You see that? She's trying to remove accountability. She assaulted him. If a man walked up, if I walked, let's just, can't, if I walked up to Britney Spears, and I saw her at a restaurant and she had an entourage and I walked up 
and I tap or grabbed her on the shoulder, Ninja, I would be tackled. I would be sued for assault. And now she's trying to, I just tapped him. I didn't grab him. He said, and let's hashtag believe all men. He said, you grabbed him. That's what he said. Not only that, you're stalking the guy. Clearly you went to the restaurant and then he left. And then he went to the other hotel. If you know how hotels work in Las Vegas, going from hotel to hotel is an actual task, right? Going, there's no video. Going from hotel to hotel is a task. It's not easy to go from one hotel to the other. You got to go. If you're going indoors, you got to go from casino to casino floor, right? You just don't go out the door and into another door. So she's stalking the guy. Clearly, she's not going to admit to that. But And she actually tried to admit to it and change it up. Well, I recognize him here and I saw him here. What's the, what's the likelihood? What's the likelihood that you saw him in two different locations in Las Vegas, <laughs> right? What is the likelihood that you saw him in two locations in Las Vegas? That is difficult in the summer. It is difficult. All right. So anyway, she says his security then backhand pimp slapped me in the face without looking back in front of a crowd. All right. So she's embarrassed nearly knocking me down and causing my glasses off my face. That's what she says, causing my glasses off my face. I don't know what that means, but I'm assuming causing my glasses to jump off my face. And I get swarmed by people all the time. In fact, that night, I was swarmed by a group of at least 20 fans. My security team did not hit any of them. Were you swarmed and then assaulted? All right, but this is now what the guy has to deal with right here, and it's all over the media, unfortunately, and she's using this to gain attention where attention is no longer me, uh, to, to gain here. And I'm going to try to pull up the video of uh, Victor responding to this, and I'm going to actually try to clue him in because I should be trying to help these young men navigate the treacherous waters of these American women, Okay. Let me see if I can pull up. Is there a video there? there I don't think there's a video. There is. Um, let me see here. Maybe there is a video here. So let's see if there's a video here. Let's see. All right. They, TMZ claims to have something. Let me see. I'm going to fair use TMZ. They're going to give me a copyright, but I'm going to just scroll up to the point of maybe the cell phone video. So here it is right here. Oh, they do have a video. So we have Britney Spears here and Victor here and the old man security team here. All right, here we go actually turned around and flung his arm out and what the hell also oh, they only had a still picture they only have a still picture all right they didn't have the video okay uh but here we go right here this is how britney spears was dressed that day so this is how she's dressed um you can't really tell that's britney spears she has a hood on her head some type of hood to disguise herself she has on a black hoodie and she's got on no pants it looks like okay there she is looking right there and there she is with her team and they looking like a bunch of reading rainbows if they if you know you know and so that's what she's looking like there off and make her way back to her table so she doesn't look like she's easily recognizable all right she doesn't look like she's easily recognizable in this case unfortunately unfortunately now this is being dragged to the media there's police report possibly there's going to be a lawsuit and so forth let's go to Wimbayama's um explanation here 
um, where he's going to make a bad step here and respond to the media about this. This tells me, unfortunately, his public relations team and him are not prepared for how to deal with these situations. So this is his response. Here we go. What happened last night is uh, I saw the news, obviously, this uh, this morning. I woke up to a couple of phone calls. And uh, uh, so, yeah, there was a, there was some, something did happen a little bit when uh, I was walking with the, with some security of the, the team to the to, to some restaurant. We were in a hall. There was a, a lot of people, so people calling me, obviously. And there was one, pers- one person who was, uh, who was calling me, but uh, we talked before with the security. Don't stop because it's going to make... Yeah, man, he is not ready for America. He's not ready for America. This ninja. And so what, what happened was, unfortunately, the guy is still probably 19 years old. All right, he's 19 years old. He's the biggest thing. He's the biggest story in the NBA right now. And uh, he's going to be, if, if he is, manages to stay healthy, he could be a once-in-a-lifetime player, potentially one of the greatest if he can stay healthy. And so he's trusting of the media. He has no understanding how the media is going to manipulate his words and take take things out of context. He's talking too much. Somebody should have said, hey, hey, we issued a statement, no comment. And so now he doesn't understand, yeah, he's high-value target. And remember, he's not from America. He's from France, all right? So he hasn't been really introduced to the celebrity culture and the apex predator and the predatory women out here, okay? Gonna make a, a crowd, so I, I couldn't stop. So that person was calling me, sir, sir, and that person grabbed me from behind. So uh, I didn't see, I didn't see what happened because I was walking straight, and we told don't stop. But that person grabbed me from behind, not on my shoulder. She grabbed me from behind, and uh, uh, what, what he says, not on my shoulder. She grabbed me from behind. I wonder what he means there. And he says, no, not from my shoulder. Remember, he has a language barrier as well, so you know he can't really articulate. He does good with English, but he can't really articulate everything he means in our language. He's used to speaking French. He's doing well with English, but he said not on my shoulder, but grab me from behind. What does that mean? We, we don't know. We don't know what he really means. So I, I just know that the security pushed her away. I don't know with how, with how much force, though, but uh, security pushed her away. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't stop for, to look, so I kept walking and... Uh, Enjoyed a nice dinner. <laughs> All right, wasn't it? That was a fun night with the guys. So uh, actually, I, I didn't know for a couple hours. But when we when uh, when I came back to the hotel, uh, I had like a, I had forgotten about this event. But the, I mean, I didn't forget about it. Where is his public relations team? Jesus, <laughs> Christ. dude, this is unbelievable. Hey, listen, in America. I don't know how they do it in in France. Somebody needs to teach him. I do. I should be making a lot of money by these guys. First of all, where's his public relation team? Man, shut the fuck up. Hey, look, in America, man, you don't give them nothing. Hey, man, I issued a statement on Instagram. That's my statement, and I stand by it. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, we'll be having no further comment. We will not be talking about Britney Spears today. Your PR team should be like, we can't talk. Don't ask any questions about Britney Spears. And then when he comes up, he says no comment. All right, because he's doing way too much talking. In America, we don't talk. <laughs> okay. Even if you have footage and evidence, we do not talk here in America. But I, knew, I, I thought it was no big deal. And uh, and the, the security of this person told me it was uh, Britney Spears. So I was, first I was like, uh, 
know you're, you're joking, but yeah, it turns, it turns out it was Britney Spears. And I was, <laughs> but uh, I didn't know because I didn't see her. I never saw her face. I kept I just kept walking straight and uh, that's it. Yeah, so he should have said, I didn't see shit. All right, I didn't see nothing. Right, <laughs> I didn't see who it was and I didn't see who fell. I didn't know what happened. Hello, I'm. And damn, this ninja again. Is this Mark? Mark Brown. Mark Brown. Mark Brown, bro. How old are you, man? I grew up in Los Angeles. Mark Brown has been around for years. Good Lord have mercy. <laughs> Let me see here. Mark Brown still on the news. This dude is ageless. Let me see if I can pull it up. This dude be still on the news. One of the best Mark Brown. One of the best Mark Brown moments in history. is. Let me see if I can pull it up. Let me see if I can pull it up. This is the best Mark Brown uh, moment in history. And uh, let me show you. I'm going to pull it up right here. There's Mark Brown right here. And the most iconic. The most iconic images in the history of media. <laughs> right here. This is how long he's been around. Now. <laughs> I don't know why they did this to this man. Why you do this to Mark Brown, man? Hey, brother, <laughs> you got me crying. <laughs> uh, brother, you got some splaining to do, bro. Like, why they do this man like that? Man, God dang. This is how long Mark Brown been around. Uh, Mark, you got some splaining to do, sir. <laughs> he said that that's you. Hold up for a second. Let me see if I can get it. Uh, they're searching for a suspect. And that's you. Indeed. Mark. And that's you. Good Lord. <laughs> All right, man. They should have had the white woman cover the story anyway, man, because uh, they would have been looking like you, man. He's like, I got to cover it, man, so I could throw off the scent. Last story here. Meghan Markle and Henry appear to be done. All right. This is going to be an ugly, one of the most ugliest chaotic divorces. Um, actually, I actually was going to cover this story last week, but it appears like uh, the, the leak, the leak story is now that Meghan Markle now looks at Henry is not an asset. Is it Harry, Henry or Harry? Prince Harry is no longer an asset to her. And in fact, uh, they have been a massive flop on the Hollywood. We talked about the Spotify deal going left. And uh, that's going to cause that, you know, because they're no longer a story. They tried to come out here and play the victim with the with the elites and Oprah and Tyler Perry. New, 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 new world order. Only black women care. Nobody really cares about Meghan Markle. I think she's an absolute, um, absolute uh, glory hound. That's what she is. All right. And so she used, she thought she was going to level up and be able to sink her claws into Prince Harry and uh, take him away and do and use him as needed. Now she's ready to discard Prince Harry. And this is not going to be a this is not going to be a rumor. This is going to be ugly. There's no longer a means to make money. They're actually going to be draining money. United, they want security. They want the U.S. government to supply, uh, provide security for them. But he's no longer a part of the crown anymore. And they're no longer providing security. That means they have to pay for their security. And thus, it's going to cost them a lot of money. They're hemorrhaging money. They haven't been able to capitalize on Hollywood as they thought. 
And it says right here, Meghan Markle warns she has no future with Prince Harry and needs to go it alone. I need to do it by myself. All right. And she sees it now that he's no longer an accent. Yeah. The shine is worn off. It's 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 at it's a wrap. And um, she's not gonna go down with the ship, meaning that she's not gonna financially expose herself um and go down and bankrupt herself because she can't capitalize off of who he is as a personality. He really was nothing here. All right, people only cared about him because he was part of the crown, but without the crown, you're nothing. All right, and she can't make the money. Now she's going to skedaddle, and she's not going down. She'll let Henry's ship sink, but she's not going to sink with Henry. So I keep calling him Henry, Harry. All right, actually, he called me on the phone one time. You guys know about that. All right, but uh, we'll get on with the uh, Super Chats and the rest of the PayPals, and then we're going to get on to the next part. Uh, It says right here, women's mindset is super weird. We're going to give you some clips of women saying some things. One woman, and particularly a wife, who sets a goal of how many times she sucks the salami of her husband. It's interesting to talk about that. Crypto Keeper says, I thought you were, I thought you would have talked about how these women are starving a bit more with the student debt money. What? I talk about it every day. I got money. <laughs> you missed that part of the show. I talk about that so much. Ninjas be like, stop talking about that. All right, come on. With the student debt thing, are you serious? Like, what? <laughs> Have you looked at my streams in the past week and a half or two? Nike Slim says toxic masculinity to the rescue, of course. DJ Berserk, he reminds me of my grandfather, Willie, always nice and stuttering, just nice to a female, um, to females all the time, but he has no, he is no Uncle Earl. I got money. Yeah, there's a difference between nice to women and then being Uncle Earl. (laughs) Right. There's a difference between nice to women and Uncle Earl. So you have the nice approach and both approaches need is the, the outcome is the same. All of these men want attention from women. And if not attention, they want some punani. They want. They want. Some puss. That's what they want. Now, there's some old man that get right to the point. Uncle Earl. I got money. And then there's some older men that be like, I'll just be in your presence. And then maybe just maybe you'll see how good I tap dance and you'll give me some punani. (laughs) Right. That's all. Actually crazy. So my brother had said his grandfather, Willie, was just nice. I'm just a nice man. And they never get it. If I just be nice to you, if I just be nice to you, you'll give me some punani eventually. Something just be like, here, with this. Here, let me say, I got, hey, first thing, first words that come out my mouth, I got money. Okay. Mm. <laughs> all right. Just get right to the business. Hey, you want to do something for me? Okay, you don't want to? Okay, next. I ain't changing your tire. All right, JC says, hit me, baby, one more time. That should be it. If they had the video, you know they would be playing it. Cognac Stories, KC says, off topic, but BMs, black men, I think you said, or that's baby mama. But my baby mama is taking my kids out of town, and I'm not on child support, and I did Sign the birth certificate is there. Man, where is going on, man? What you drinking tonight? <laughs> you got me reading this. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what's happening here. Let me see what let me let me see. What that mean? 
Y'all should see this super chat. I think he's still drinking today. You drinking early for this weekend? You drinking early? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? <laughs> My man started drinking early for the weekend. Did you, hey, hey, you what? You didn't even go to work this week. You just went. You took off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday for the fourth. You ain't even went back to work. You still off of work Thursday, Friday. You still drinking from last week. And you're going to drink until Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You going back this next Monday <laughs> all weekend. Let me try this again. <laughs> He's a longtime supporter. He says, my baby mama is taking my kids out of town. <laughs> and he said, I'm not child support. I think you mean I'm not on child support. And then he says, I did sign the birth certificate. I'm not sure if you did or didn't at this point. But you said, is there uh, something I can do? You said, is there something I can do? And it says, or should I wash my hands and try my best to be there for my boys? Is she taking your kids out of town like moving? I thought maybe she's going on vacation. So it sounds like she's taking them. She's leaving. She's leaving with your kids. She's kidnapping your kids. You signed the birth certificate, but you're not on child support. I don't know how old the kids are, so this could be relevant. And then it looks like you're saying, asking, should you wash your hands or try my best to be there for my boys? Um, I do want to know how old they are. If you're watching the show, how old they are. Because that could play a part. If these, ki if these kids are teenagers, I wouldn't waste a lot of time or money. Uh, eventually, what you have to understand, what I would do, this is what I would do. Whatever you think you're going to be paying the child support, I would save it and put it to the side. Okay. I would save it, put it to the side because eventually she's going to come for some child support. Right. I wouldn't give her any child support because eventually what's going to happen is she's going to leave. She's not going to say anything. She's going to act like she can make it and she's going to fall on her face. She's going to realize how much it costs to keep women. I mean, keep children. And then eventually she's going to get pissed. She's going to go to social services to try to get EBT. They're going to ask her about the father of the kids, and then they're going to put you on child support. Okay. So whatever you think you're going to pay her in the future of child support, start socking that shit away now because you're eventually going to have to pay it. All right. She's eventually going to put you on child support, even though she took the kids. Women will take the kids and say, I'm going to take them from you and then put you on child support. So she volunteered, but she's going to eventually put you on child support. Right. It's, it's, it's goals without saying. So be prepared for it. Also, prepare your finances as such. If you're not a W-2 employee, you need to work your finances and your bank accounts as to make sure that she, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. But to fight to see your kids when she's kidnapping them, it's up to you. If she has a means to actually win this case, um, like maybe you, I don't know, you have a past. Think about that. Last point on this one. She's a, a, essentially committing a crime. She's committing a crime. So if you do have a baby, this is why baby mamas, to me, this is why men get in trouble. Because if you don't have a legal association to the woman, she can move off on you. But if you have a previous parent agreement and she's violating it, you should probably do something more sooner than later. All right. But if you had no parenting agreement, which I tell you guys, always get everything in court in writing. Because they are going to 
They are going to cheat the system if you don't get women held in writing. So if she says, we don't need a parenting plan, tell her bullshit. Okay, so if you have a parenting plan and she's kidnapping your kids against the law, then you should um, do something about it ASAP. If you don't have a parenting plan and you went off of her word, which only fools do, let her go. Every case is different. But he says, you did not sign the birth certificate. Okay, so how old are the kids? Let me see if he's still here. The kids are 11 and 9. 11 and 9. All right, so you're looking at, um, you're looking at um, the next, yeah, you're looking at the next 10 years, 11 years of child support in total. You didn't sign the birth certificate, and now they're 11 and 9. It's early. If you have a parenting agreement, file emergency a petition to have this heard reported to the court as to kidnapping your kids against the Baron ag agreement. If you don't have one, you got your work cut out for you. Okay. You have your workout cut out. Mm. And depending on what state you are, the child support could be all the way to 21, especially in New York. All right. And so you don't have, yeah, if you don't have a, she doesn't have to prove he's the father technically if he's been acting as the father at that age. So if the kids were babies, she would have to prove you're the father. Okay. But if you've been acting as the father, many times that's enough. Okay. So right. 11 and nine is not a chance to prove a DNA test. You can still put, get on, put on child support, but remember every state is different. Okay. Every state is different. Well, remember you volunteer. If you act as a father, if you act as, like a stepfather can get put on child support in many cases. So if you act as a parent and you volunteer as a parent and you've been providing support for five, six, 11 years, and then all of a sudden say, I'm not the father because I didn't sign this and I didn't do that. Well, you better have a, you better have a good way to fight that. Okay. So if you don't have that and you don't have the ability to legally uh, fight them in the courts using the Black's Law Dictionary, then you're going to get ran over. So be careful. Jermaine says, hey, it's Flat Back Friday. He says, what's up for the weekend? Laughing my ass off, bro. Free agent lifestyle for life. MC Hamster says, Harry's the number one example of men undervaluing himself. Yep. And everybody tried to make excuses, and they also tried to – um. They tried to make excuses for Harry. This is why I say no excuses. They said he's trying to get away from the royal family. He's trying to get right away from the reptilian. He's trying to get away from the people who took his mother away. He's trying to get rid of the racism. He's trying to get away from the racism. Nah, nah, nah. Now you're going to see when his ass start getting violated. Because when he gets divorced, he's going to be sent back across the Atlantic Ocean with his tail tucked between his legs. Okay. We got too many damn enablers out here. When a man sees a man simping to an extraordinary level, there is only going to matter when his ass is getting divorced. Great. The kingdom kingdom come when this ninja lose custody of his kids. <laughs> he going across the pond with his tail tucked between his leg. All these enablers, it'll be all right. How long have they been married? Five years. And it's already about to hit the fan. And nobody going to give a shit when he getting divorced great. Nobody going to care when he don't have custody of his kids. Nobody going to care when she get 100% custody and child support. Nobody going to give a shit about Henry's bunk, punk ass. <laughs> All right. And he got to crawl back on his knees to the reptilian. 
because all these conspiracies, he got to crawl back to this call back across the pond to the reptilian and bow. And he gonna come back soaking wet, looking like a goddamn wet puppy. All right. Despicable. Bait and switched his ass. No, you guys can't trust women. All right. You can't trust them. They're untrustable characters. <laughs> Gingerbread man says, I personally, he says, I personally escorted celebrities. Okay. Shout out to him. He's a security. He says, if someone unexpectedly gets into our circle, we're paid to prevent incidents. It's common celebrities uh, have beef. So things need to be coordinated if trying to meet. Fans are aggressive. So, yeah, man, by the time you putting your hands on a man that is guarded or a celebrity that is guarded, dude, you lucky you don't lose your life. It's crazy. Last one, Ogre King says tribute. To the chief God Allah. What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? We here. All right. I do have a couple more. All right. Chad and Tyrone. Chad Tyrone says, happy Friday, coach. It's barbecue in there. We like the barbecue. It's barbecue in there. And JC says, I see Sam. Sam is a cat. He slept on a mat. Hi, Sam. <laughs> My brother like to give me money. But come on, man. Give me something to read. I appreciate you, brother. All right. Let's get to this one right here. Women's mindset is tends to be super weird. And let's take a look at this. This is going to be a wife. Listen to this wife. Would you guys get married if this was your wife? All right. This is a, it looks like a Latina woman. Shout out to your Latina woman. Let's see here. Let me, let me refresh it because I, sometimes this is the middle of the clip. As you can see, she's pretty. All right. She's pretty with a lot of makeup and hair done. Let's listen to her. Secondly. I don't know if I shared this with you guys on the podcast, but one of my New Year's resolutions was to give my man more head. And I, because <laughs> it's loving right now, I am doing a good job. Right, baby? I am. What do you mean? It's been like at least twice a week that I'm giving you head. Secondly, I don't know. If All right. This woman looks like a porn star. And by the way, looking at that throat, she didn't guzzle a lot of men before she got married. I mean, this is goes without question. Looking at that throat. She definitely looked like the throat goat. Let me go ahead and put this up on the screen so you can see. That esophagus has been, them tonsils been buttered by a lot of men named Puppet, Little little Pookie. All right. <laughs> I shared this with you guys on the podcast. Let me show. But one of my New Year's resolutions. You see that throat? You see that esophagus? That damn, that's a muscle around that esophagus. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is kind of bait and switch. Now, for me, I'm not big on head. Like, you could do that for a couple of minutes. Most women suck at head, by the way. They are absolutely atrocious. I'm like, you're you embarrassing yourself. Get up here, all right, and grab your ankles. you just embarrassing yourself, all right, because I got one that could do it, and I'll just go ahead and I can read a book. She does it. She does it with pleasure. Most women doing it and ain't doing it for pleasure, especially in long-term relationships. Now, most women in marriages don't do it at all. They give up, all right, and they give up on it. And here she is trying to tell her about her husband, about her husband, about dropping that neck. Now, most women know who are in marriages, they know they ain't never dropping that neck at all. Yep, little joker getting it. So she already been had her cumbrellas on and been skeeted on and had uh, facial treatments done. Here's the thing. If you're a guy, if you're a guy and your wife says, I'm going to try, <laughs> I'm going to try to give you two to three times a week. And then when confronted by the husband, 
The husband says, baby, you lying to these people. You ain't you ain't gave it to time. And she's like, well, I'm going to try. If this is something that you wanted. It's two to three times a week enough. I'm going to tell you right now, if you get married, you ain't you getting two to three times a year. If you're lucky. If you get married, you only barely getting it on special occasions and then it's going to be lazy. You might as well go in and pay someone on Figueroa to give it to you and then come back to your wife because you're not going to get it from your wife. All right. They just don't see a benefit. Um, and there's a biological reason as to why they do this. I've discussed it too many times. All right. But but if she has to say, I'm going to try two times, two times a week. What she's saying is, I really don't want to do this. I'll do this for you. Now, just think this woman has already done this for pleasure. To other men this is what we're going to talk about in hookup culture she's already done this for pleasure but now that she's married she's like well i'll try and i'll kind of do it because that's a problem she probably has already taken out going up banana in the tailpipe she's already probably says i don't like up the duke shoe so out of the three access ports that a woman has when you long-term relationship with her she then took off the duke shoe and the mouth <laughs> she then took off the Duke shoe and the mouth. Now you only stuck with the hole. And you sitting there can barely get that. She leveraging the hole. Right? So what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? You can't skate on no face no more. This is why. This is why men cheat. This is why men go to Figueroa. This is why men watch prawn. This is why men. Support OnlyFans chicks. This is why men got sugar babies. Because she barely wants to do it. She's like, all right, I'll try. All right, maybe if you do something special, maybe if you massage my back, and then she give you some lazy ass head. What's to give my man more head? And I... <laughs> With them big ass teeth. All right, you know them big ass teeth about to get in the way, them veneers. All right, with her teeth rotting under her veneers. You know this woman ain't gonna give you them them big ass teeth gonna scrape all on the side. Cause loving right now. I am doing a good job, right? No, you're not. You know, right, baby? No. Baby, I am. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're falling far short. But of course, he's probably still paying the bills. He's still paying for those French manicures. He's still paying for that face full of Sephora makeup. He's still paying for the Clinique. He's still paying for the hair dye and the extensions. He's still paying for all of that shit. And you still can't suck him off with them big ass bug bunny teeth. Okay. What do you mean? How many times has it been? It's been like at least twice a week that I'm giving you head. Secondly. No, barely. Twice. I thought she said two to three times. Watch out for this bait and switch. This is very, very common. And I want men to understand this. This is why you have to have side women. You have to have side women because they're going to stop doing things enthusiastically. All right, let's get to the next one right here. You won't believe this, guys. This woman is a woman who answers questions. Her name is the legal queen. I'm assuming she's an attorney. All right, the legal queen. Now, you can't wait till you hear this shit. The question is, am I entitled to know what my ex's new partner earns? Am I entitled to know what my ex's new partner earns? My ex 
has a new girlfriend and they are living together. We're going to start there. Now, this can affect you in child support. Listen to this. Six has a new girlfriend and they're living together. Am I entitled to know what she's earning to make the financial order fair and reasonable? So this they have a financial child support order or an order for alimony. Now, the ex, the woman, I'm assuming this question is from a woman. The woman's over here single, living alone, has an order for finances. The ex has now a new partner. That new partner, the ex, the new woman, has a job. This bitch over on the, the single mother over here or the divorcee mother with the kids now wants to tap into the resources of the new partner for child support. Now, in the United Kingdom, this is crazy. But in many cases, this is actually what started the original red pill. This is what MRAs were fighting against. This is what MRAs were fighting against. And the original movement of the male space, this was the original movement. The second wives were being violated in the family courts because their income was being used in custody orders and child support orders. And the majority of their new husband's money was going to the household of the divorcee. This is how this movement started. It did not start with CGA. It did not start with Kevin Samuels. It also started with the other group of men. But the biggest movement was that movement. This is how it started, the MRAs. Now, think about how crazy this is. This woman's literally asking for money from the new ex. This is despicable. Let's hear her answer. And the answer is even more egregious. If they have been living together for more than six months, then absolutely. You are entitled to ask for your ex-partner's new partner to provide not only what they've got coming in by way of earnings, but also what assets they've got and also what debts they have. And the reason for that is that if they're living together, your ex's housing needs are now being shared. It would be really unfair, therefore, if we didn't take their new partner's income into account. Oh, the humanity. And that's you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bruh. This is why I tell you, you have to be vigilant out here. You have to be vigilant out here. You have to take this seriously. This is not a game. This is a lawyer. This is, I'm presuming a lawyer. According to her page, she is the legal queen. And I'm sure she's in the United Kingdom. I don't know how this would work in any states in the United States. I don't know. You would have to do your own due diligence. But I'm sure you can find a lawyer in a state that would fight this. This is reprehensible. <laughs> God damn. Like this is what the early this is what the early men's right activists were fighting for and about. This is disgraceful. This is absolutely a disgrace. This is why I tell men, married men, I mean men who get divorced, 
don't get remarried again because it's going to cause problems. Why in the hell is this even possible? This is a disgrace. You guys got, there's no God in marriage, huh? Remember that guy. There's no, there's God in marriage. Where's God at? <laughs> Where God at now? This is an absolute catastrophe. And it should not be fair at all. But of course, you don't know what you were agreeing to because you thought you were agreeing to God and you were agreeing to the Black Laws Dictionary. You're agreeing to your state family law code. You're agreeing to the state's bar association. You're agreeing to the to fund these judges a, a retirement fund. You're agreeing to Title 4D. You ain't agreeing to God. You're agreeing to the devil, Satan himself. You're agreeing to greedy lawyers, all right, because they have their hand in marriage. You're agreeing to the state. Listen to this shit again. This is crazy. Six <laughs> has a new girlfriend and they're living together. Am I entitled to know what she's earning to make the financial order fair and reasonable? If they have been living together for more than six months, then absolutely. You are entitled to ask for your ex-partner's new partner to provide not only what they've got coming in by way of earnings but also what assets they've got and also what debts they have and the reason for that is that if they're living together your ex's housing needs are now being shared it would be really unfair therefore if we didn't take their new partner's income into account holy mackerel i mean disgraceful <laughs> disgraceful she said it would be unfair what man i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you brothers i'm gonna stay away long far away from these legal people man and marriage is despicable all right what do we got here we got a monkey branching we got a monkey branching or at least an attempted monkey branching and of course when men when women level up on men when they monkey branch when hypergamy is in full effect women will support all right so here we go right here we have a woman that says right here, um, let's go ahead and let her read the story. She's going to tell the story of someone else. This isn't her story. It's someone else that reacted to it. I have been with my fiance for seven years. We got engaged last year and he is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Recently, while surfing alone, I met this guy and we had a great first conversation. He is incredibly attractive, intelligent, driven and confident. He is recently married and asked for my number at the end of the surf session I made it clear it should be a double date because I'm engaged and he's married. Fast forward two months and we've all hung out a couple of times. However, the more we hang out, the more I am growing a real crush on this guy. I feel guilty for feeling this way. This has never happened to me before and I'm constantly uneasy because the temptation is very real. Are you surprised? Are you surprised at all? But what I'm saying is she didn't do anything wrong the first time. Yes, she did. You're saying Are you ready the number change? Yeah. yeah. Who but, does that? You don't just give some random person your number. You don't ever just give true. some random guess, person your fucking number. I guess like you you did you did this. You did this yourself. I have been with Yeah, man. See, uh, as you can see, this woman supporting female. We call this and shout out the Sandman, one of the originals, the original guys that kept this space going for a long time. And he might not have come up with this, but this is where I heard it from. Female own group preference. So if this was a man and he said, hey, I was with my fiance. She got fat and I got with a younger girl that I met. She was a hostess at Hooters. All right. Everybody would go crazy. All right. But of course, here she is with the seven year itch, as everybody's acknowledging the bait and switch. She got what she wanted, but she saw something better, bigger, better, shinier object. All right. He shows up and she innocently friends him. Okay. Mm. She innocently friends him. And as I said, and I proved this is another piece of proof. 
she introduced this man to her husband. I mean, her fiance. So I said, your replacement, she's going to introduce you to them. Most people, when you break up with a woman, you will have already been introduced or at least heard about your replacement. And this is exactly what's happening. This is called monkey branching. The person's in the orbit. She invites him in the orbit. She says, oh, it's just innocent. We were just surfing. We hung out, but I didn't cheat. I didn't do anything wrong. We hang out. I develop a crush. I'm ready to jump over. I'm ready to branch over. I'm going to let this one go. I grab over here. I'll let this one go. I didn't do nothing wrong, though. I didn't cheat. Okay. And so this woman even says, but she does nothing wrong. It was just innocent. And then the guy says, hold up. He, she did do something wrong. She knew what she was doing by innocently inviting him to the, uh, the couple's get-together. This is the Jeff Bezos situation. This is how De Jeff Bezos met his current fiance. Did they get married yet? His current fiance was met that way through the current fiance was married to Jeff Bezos' friend. So when she monkey branches the Jeff Bezos, well, I didn't mean for it to happen. We were just hanging out and I got a crush. Mm. This is despicable, guys. This is despicable. And as you can see, they're not taking accountability for it. Well, it ain't my fault. It wasn't really her fault. She didn't have any control over this. Yes, she did. She violated the social contract right off the beginning by trying to say she was just being friends with the surfer. All women cheat like this. All. A-L-L. -L. All of them cheat like this. They don't cheat like we cheat. See, what we do is we want to meet the woman and take the woman and have her grab her ankles right away we're intending to penetrate the woman from the beginning and we make that well known so when we cheat we're gonna cheat right quickly we want to cheat right quick trying to get to the physical women cheat like this is they'll set up the cheating okay and it has to start friendly emotional then physical just because she hasn't cheated physically doesn't mean she hasn't cheated just because she hasn't cheated physically doesn't mean she hasn't cheated she intends to. She's actually setting up an innocent. And now we were just having drinks and we went out to the bar and then I was sucking this salami in a car. Pause. And I didn't intend for it to happen. It just happened. Mm. Okay. It's a methodical. It is going to be a setup situation. Like we will um, leave in the middle of dinner. <laughs> all right. Your wife cooking you dinner. She didn't set all the shit up. Kids are around. You'll get the beat. Come see me now. I'm at the snooty fox. You're like, damn. You're looking around, yo, dumbass. You're like, uh, I got to run him back into work. I done forgot something. And then guess what? You get up. You run right to the snooty fox. No condom. No nothing. No wash rag. No white. No wet wipes. No extra t-shirt. No extra socks. <laughs> right no extra draws you're gonna come back with stains in your draws you like all right you run over there you putting all the information in your gps in your phone to be found later you leave your phone at the crib and she pinging you and calling you but you done forgot you like oh damn i done forgot my phone on the dresser you say forget it i'm gonna go on and have it right <laughs> you go clap them cheeks You didn't bring no mouthwash. You didn't bring a rag to wipe the lip glop off your neck. 
You got the glitter. You ain't, yeah, you got full of glitter, chest full of glitter and perfume. You know, jump in the shower. <laughs> you hungry like the werewolf of London, all right? You come back smelling like Badussy. You done waited all too long. She got, she sitting there with your leftovers on the table. And she just sitting there waiting for you to come back. It's 9 30, 10 30, 11. You walk in the house, your wife just sitting there looking at your leftover plate with your turkey and gravy on the plate. Yeah, I just waited for you to come back. I just waited for you to come back to eat your leftovers. Ninja, <laughs> you come in. Uh, let me take a shower real quick. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, 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 don't take no shower. Uh, just come over here and let me smell your pants real quick. <laughs> You done off the rip because you stupid. We dumb like that. You dumb. You ain't washed off. You ain't even washed your salami in the sink at the hotel. So <laughs> Stains all in your drawers. I mean, you didn't had 50, 30 mistakes. You made 30 mistakes trying to get one piece of Badussi. One piece of ass, one piece of piece leave, 30 mistakes. Now, women will never make those mistakes. They will never make those mistakes. It will never happen to them. They ain't never going to do no stupid shit like that. <laughs> they going to set it all the way up to her, her friends running interference. She at bridge and poker. She at Uno games. She playing a... Uh, uh, she playing all kind of day over there. They the friends done running undercover on her. Friend, her her female friend will pick her up, drop her off at the salami. <laughs> oh, we're just gonna have a drink. All the friends show up. Man, please, bro. This is not. And so then it innocently happens. Oh, I don't know what happened. I went out and intended to meet this guy. We met. We had fun last time. It was nothing happened. He has a girlfriend. He has a wife. I didn't think he would be the type. And then all of a sudden, I was giving head in the bathroom. Pause. All of a sudden, I got a little bit tipsy. I got a little in my head spin. And all my friends were over there. They were encouraging me. And I went. <laughs> just like. <laughs> She came home, dude, and you know what? She did that five weeks ago. She befriended him 25 weeks ago. And he didn't ate, she he didn't he didn't uh bent her ear for 20 weeks until he got that. He didn't sat around for 20 weeks and they've been texting each other. She been deleting the text. She go to the outbox, delete the text. She gotta sit over to WhatsApp and Telegram and Instagram DM and Snapchat. She ain't catching no L's. She been plotting to give up that Punani. By the time you caught on, Ninja, it's 55 weeks later. Mm. When she get caught slipping one time, you catch her texting in the bathroom. How you taking that phone in the bathroom? You already a year late. You already a year late, Ninja. She been getting that Badussi ward out for a whole year. <laughs> okay, before you catch on. So anyway, it starts like this. It starts like this, and they always want to be, well, oh, plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. I didn't intend. With my fiance for seven years. We got engaged last year, and he is the best thing that has ever happened to me. 
Recently, while surfing alone, I met this guy and we had a great first conversation. He is incredibly attractive, intelligent, driven, and confident. He is recently married and asked for my number at the end of the surf session. I made it clear it should be a double date because I'm engaged and he's married. See that? Oh, I met him. He's married. He doesn't want anything from me. Also, as you guys know, guess what she fell for? Social proof. All right. Social proof at the rescue again. Social proof is going to be right. So women are attracted to men that are committed. Men are attracted to men that have proved value being worthy to be selected. Women are attracted to men that have somebody, at least have somebody. Ninja, if you got nobody. <laughs> oh, we had something in common. We served and he's married. Let's make get our mates to meet together. The woman's leading this. The woman's leading this. And now she's trying to destroy. She a goddamn home wrecker. Here we go. Fast forward two months and we've all hung out a couple of times. However, the more we hang out, the more I am growing a real crush on this guy. How she <laughs> look at this. dude. <laughs> He's like, what the hell? Guys, this is how women work. This is how women work, man. And we have to accept this information. We have to know this and no, it's not. It, no, it's it's all women. They're all programmed for this. The reason why you she's programmed for this is this is how she survives. Remember, they can't really survive without men. They're trying to. They're trying to prove their best, but they cannot. Somebody's got to be there to protect. And if she feels one thing, she might. And again, they've been engaged for seven years. She might be looking at him like, mm, is he really the one? Am I really going to do this? Do I really want to be? Maybe there's something better. She finds it. And then she's got to set this shit up. This is all of them. All. And we sitting there like, maybe not my girl. Not mine. No, coach, you just bitter. No, this is all of them. This is what they do. And then just be looking like this at the end of the day. <laughs> Mind blown. We have to accept their nature. If you fight this, you're going to get caught off guard. All right. Don't get caught off guard out here. I feel guilty for feeling this way. This has never happened to me before. And I'm constantly uneasy because the temptation is very real. Are you surprised? Are you surprised at all? But what I'm saying is she didn't do anything wrong. Look at that. Look at that. Menterosa. Shout out to my Latino brothers. Menterosa. She didn't do anything wrong. Look at this liar. Are you serious? Well, I, I, she didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> Are you serious? And I didn't do this before. This is the first time I've done this. This is crazy. The first time. Yes, she did. You're saying Are you ready the number change? Yeah. And she's trying to act dumb. Yeah. yeah Who but, does that? You don't just. Yeah. Oh, now she's reaching for her earring. Well, just give some random person your number. You don't ever just give true. some random guess, person your fucking number. I guess like look, look, look. Oh, I can't pause it on it. She grabbing her earring. Well, I guess. Well, you know. Well, I, I, I really didn't see. You. I guess you're kind of right. You know. You know. You're like she figured it out. He figured it out, and he's standing up for himself. All right. Is that the last one? Oh uh, yes. We're gonna be ready for hookup culture. Let me clear the deck. All right. We're gonna get into this, and we're gonna get into the poll. If you haven't, if you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't. Uh, answered the poll. Go ahead and answer the poll now. We're going to do the remaining Super Chats, and I'm going to get back to the show. 
Uh, we got the, oh, 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 oh. I thought we were back here. Johnny John says, remember when the reptile offered Harry $50 million to come home and he declined? Give him the buzzer and the big dummy soundbite. Indeed. You big dummy. $50 million to come home and his dumb ass went with Megan and now he broke. He definitely broke. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. Shout out. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Shout out to Java. He says, I, I think the royal family will eventually take care of Megan. <laughs> All right. He says, they won't let her do too much bad mouthing of the royal family. She already done it. He says, they already did it to Princess Diana. What's up for the weekend? Well, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you guys. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? Nigga? I don't think they can do. Uh, um, assassination has been. The, the elites, if you will. And I need to take that soundbite and move it here. New, 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 new world order. Uh, assassination is sort of passe now. All right. Back, we used to live in a time, and you young people don't know, they used to take you out back in the day. <laughs> they used to smooth take you out back in the day. Um, but we have too many cameras. We have too many uh, cameras installed by federal agencies and police departments. It would be hard to get away with uh, assassination. It would be completely hard to do it. So back in the day, you could do it. You could just have somebody drive into a tunnel and then they don't come out. You can actually have somebody drive down a whole freeway and get his head parted. You could actually just take somebody out. You know what I mean? Like up to 1980s and 90s, you could do that. Now, not so much. So I don't see it. It would be difficult to actually get uh, get the drop on somebody and catch them lacking and then not have no cameras around. <laughs> so now the way they get you now, this is the way they get you now. They character assassinate and they use the media they use the elites they use the normies they use the dummies the blogs they infiltrate youtube channels they create channels they get character assassination i want you to um look at how donald trump is treated versus how a joe biden is treated now both of them are committing crimes both both of them are fallible both of them are doing just as much as the other potentially in doing things that that is only benefiting them. So you can catch both of them in the act red ass handed. However, one is being treated by the media and they're totally character assassinating the guy. And the other guy, they're upholding him, right? They're like not even reporting shit, right? And then when they report it, it's somewhat they're letting them get away with it. Like, right, we found some cocaine in the house. We don't know who, where it was, right? It's crazy. So um, Meghan Markle, will probably not be taken out because that's they're not in the business to do that anymore, right? It's just too many ways to get caught and too many ways to have conspiracy theories, right? So they're not in that business that much anymore, not with personal personalities. So now they can cancel you. They can actually set you up. They can actually character assassinate you. That actually goes a long way. And it's, and it's probably worse than being taken out, <laughs> okay? Mm. It's probably worse than being taken out because you have to be alive and watch everything you work for taken away. You have to have your name dragged in a month. You can't control it. It's probably worse. So uh, anyway, anyway, I don't think they'll they're in the business of that because everybody knows who did it. <laughs> if she happened, if she happened to go missing, everybody would know. They'd be like, "Well, yeah." Andrew Tate's an example. Um, they delete you. They don't allow your. They allow dissenting opinions to grow. They they silence your voice. That's the new way to get you now. Yep, they cut off your bank account. They restrict your access. They cut off your passports and driver's license, right? They know how to do that. That's how they get you. So, so I don't think they'll be in the business of taking a uh, snuffing out life. 
There's just too ways, too many ways to get caught. All right. Anyway, that's just how I that's how I look at it. All right. Shout out to my brother here. We're gonna call you OTG. He says, fellas, hit the like button like Victor's bodyguard hit Brittany. Shout out to the coach gang and locals and the money mindset. Yes, indeed. Enigma says, as a Brit, feel pity for Harry. You feel pity for Harry. He says, but he can come back home. He says, live for free off the estate and have no income equals child support. Yeah, he says, be a royal free agent. Shout out to my royal free agents out here. All right, Crypto Keeper says, the next time a wife or girlfriend will say, the next thing a wife or girlfriend will say is, why can't we be the only ones for you? As if they can satisfy a man's desire, marital missionary. Why can't we be the only ones for you? I messed it up. Um, I, I'm of the opinion that women cannot perform the duties that they promise, right? They say they want to be monogamous, but only when it benefits them. They cannot be monogamous. They can't live up to it. Part of monogamy is being available for sex for the other partner. And when you confront them the way, with that, they're going to do a whole bunch of tap dancing. Okay. They're going to overpromise, underdeliver. deliver. All right. Well, this is enough. Well, I feel like we're having enough. And you got to understand, I'm just not in the mood. But you got me to commit. You got me to get rid of all my hoes. You got me to marry you. What else do you want me to do? Well, marriage isn't just about sex. It, you, sex isn't everything. Okay, I'm going to go have sex with somebody else tonight. What? <laughs> I thought sex was not everything. Shout out to our brother, Kaylin, that, that brought that up. If sex isn't everything, why don't you mind me having sex with someone else tonight? <laughs> right? Now all of a sudden it matters, huh? Oh, I was going to penetrate Kaylee tonight, but now it matters. So bring your ass in here. What you want? <laughs> Just say you don't want to do it anymore. But I'm going to say you under-delivered on your promise. So they're trying to have what they have, their cake and eat it too. All right, so it's actually a disgraceful way, but a lot of guys fall for this. Believe me, I've been married, and you can get into this trap easily. Not a lot of married men pull these hoes whole card on this. So not a lot of married men cuff their balls and say, man, F you, because you're going to get bad luck. You're going to get dragged. You're going to get... You know, it's basically a no-win scenario for you, but you better off taking your salami and throwing it over your shoulder and saying, at least I'm going to have this. Ain't nobody turning me down, <laughs> right? I'm not going to get turned down in my own house. I'm not going to get turned down and have to beg for sex after I support, take care of my kids and marry. No, it ain't never going to happen, okay? Now, if a woman turned me down, sure for sure she ain't going to have eight in that night. Sure for sure she ain't going to have electricity on my account. Surely she will not have somebody supporting her children if she wants to turn me down. She could say, no, I'm not giving you sex. And I'll say, cool, I'll take my Johnson and go to another woman. <laughs> All right. Because that's what's about to happen. But I'm not going to get rejected in my own house so you can play the well, well, no, no, no. But you can do, ladies, what I'm telling you is because, look, you can reject the husband for sex. You just can't reject me as a husband for sex. Now, a couple of these other gums will fall for it. They'll fall for it to get played like a fiddle. But 
you can't get ninjas like me. And I'm actually instructing men not to fall for this shit. If she don't want to live up to the expectations of monogamy, dump her. Don't think she's going to change her mind either. All right. She's leveraging this. She's playing you for a fool. If you're a husband and you're accepting this, she's playing you for a fool. You're an idiot. You're a goddamn idiot at that. Kick her ass to the curb. And don't think twice. <laughs> okay. Hey, and don't negotiate it. Don't feel bad. Don't let her gaslight you. Don't let her make you feel, oh, well, maybe she, well, she has worked. No, no. Kick her ass out. Or get the hell out. Go get you a new girl. Listen. When we get to this hookup culture thing, men don't understand. If you've been married for the last 10 years and you've been married for the last, let's see, in a relationship and you got into a relationship before 2010, there's a lot of men that are in marriages and relationships before 2010. You do not know what's going on out here. It is a sexual free for all out here. Not that it's free. But if you got married or engaged before the year 2000 or the year 2010, you don't know what's going out here. To get Badusi out here, to get peace leave, is not what it was 12, 13 years ago. The stuff you have to do to get it, you don't have to do no more, ninjas. <laughs> right? You do not have to do it. Like, you, you think you're going to have to come out here, wait, cold approach a woman, get her to like you, <laughs> get her phone number. She's waiting by the, by the phone, washing her hair, painting her nails with nothing to do. You're having a conversation with her. Then you got to take her out on one, two, three, 50, 11 dates, bring flowers and roses, meet her parents, pick her up, take her off, have her delivered by the house by 1030. And the women are going to judge you. Hmm, I'm going to wait to give you some until you prove yourself. And I'm not going to give any to anyone else. You think you have exclusive rights to the woman because you're dating her? She's going to wait to give sex just to me. As we're waiting and seeing if I'm a good guy, she's not going to suck off anyone else. <laughs> she has no other men in her orbit. I'm the only guy she's talking to. Them days are done. You can roll right up. <laughs> you can be on your phone like this. Oh, by the way, older men, messing with younger girls is somewhat not taboo anymore. <laughs> right? Ninja, you could go to another country and mess with younger girls. Like if you have this fantasy, you're like, wow, college cheerleaders. You can get it. You can go on your phone like this here. Go to the site. Find a girl, make the offer. She's going to bring it hot and ready, and you can tell her, I have handcuffs. You bring the cheerleading costume. Okay, all right. Here's what's going to happen. Pillow, face, ass, two. You can get the clapping. She'll leave, collect the dough, skedaddle. <laughs> You'll be back home playing video games within 45 minutes. <laughs> and you'll be like, what was I doing being married 
trying to negotiate. And by the way, what he just did was super duper cheap in comparison to his wife. He'd been paying $5,000 a month worth of expenses for his wife to turn them down. He paid $5,000 a month for his wife to turn them down in expenses, rent, mortgage, car note, uh, Amazon packages, shopping sprees, purses, handbags. He over here like this here. Get him, daddy. He already done had the time of his life with the nice junior college piece of calico. Okay. Quick. <laughs> and nobody's gonna look down your neighbors. Your neighbor's gonna be like, your labor's gonna be looking at you like, okay, daddy. You guys gotta understand. Them days are gone. The, 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 the game has changed, bro. The game has changed out here. Somebody said, what site? You gotta go to coachgregadams.locals.com. We don't give that information out for free. Somebody says, got shot down this morning and got shamed for asking. Look, this is a married man right here. This is a married man. Guys, trust me. I've been on all sides of relationships. Let me see if I can find this comment. He says, got shot down this morning and got shamed for asking. Got shot down this morning and got shamed for asking. Dude, if you've been in relationships and marriage and you started before 2012, you do not know what's going on out here. It is a new world. You don't even have to jump in the DMs. You don't even barely have to do that. There's no more going outside. There's no more going outside. Dude, you can get the girl how you want it. By the, by the, by the, you can say what the hair late you want, the eye color. You can order that shit right up like a, like a pizza. Mm. <laughs> you can just get it like that. What? Hey, we in a new world. You can get it the skin you want, the, the color you want. You can get it like this, like you like you paint in a bedroom at, uh, at Home Depot. Like right by Uber. The old days are gone. The old days where you had to meet a girl and be like, I'm going to have to impress her. <laughs> you make it a 2K character. People do not get it. Build-A-Bear vicious. Man. And even then, let's just say, yeah, the club scene is dead. I'm damn. You like, damn, man. I gotta go to the club. I gotta get my now later gators. I gotta get my fresh shit. I gotta be fresh to death. Brush some dirt off my shoulder. All right. I gotta get the banaka, banaka spray, tic tacs. Get your certs. Let me get a couple of certs. All right. Let me get in here. Let me peel a couple of certs off real quick. All right. Let me put it in here. How you doing, darling? What's your name? Do you come here often? Yeah, how you? Oh, okay. You not looking for somebody? You waiting for your girlfriend? Oh, I can pay for all of y'all's drinks. Ah, okay. Um, maybe next time. Uh, let me go on over here. Hi, lady. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, baby. Yeah, I'ma just. You know what I mean? I'm fresh to death. My swag is all that. Look at me, bet. Oh, you not looking for a man? Y'all just here to grind on y'all selves? Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, that's how it used to be back in my day too. I get it. You got to get out of your drought. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to get out the blocks. It's not like that no more. You don't got to push up to the bar, look down at the lady. She acting all coy like she don't see you. I like to buy a lady a drink. All right, can you send her whatever she had on the first drink? Uh-huh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You see her get the drink. How you doing, baby? 
drink up, drinks on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. And after she take a couple of drinks, you push up on her. Anybody sitting in this stool? Nah, just me. All right, baby, how you doing? Yeah, uh, did you like that drink? Yeah, I sent the drink. I had the bar send to send whatever you was drinking the first drink. Indeed. What's my name? My name, Roger. How are you, baby? What's your name? Tata Alicia. I'm Roger. Yeah. Yeah. I recently got divorced, but I don't want to talk about that. I'm just trying to get into the feel of how the marketplace working these days. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'm good to hear that, baby. What, what What's going on? Oh, you have a degree. You have a couple of degrees and you island hop. That's very cool. That Them days are gone, man. <laughs> Yo, you don't got to do that no more. And you sitting at home getting rejected and shamed for asking for a little bit of, may I have two pieces of punani tonight? Mm. No. No sex for you. <laughs> okay. Guess I'll jerk off again. Junior college girls, pretty feet. Mm. <laughs> All right, but man, please, man, you better get on out here. <laughs> you better get on out here. Let me get back to the show. This is the disgrace. Brandon says, uh, 100% coach. He says, I ended up meeting my replacement. He says, as it turns out, she did me a favor. I wonder if I would tell her about the multiple early terminations she had. You want to tell on her? Um, mm. I suppose. All right, you could. You could. But uh, don't get revenge. Don't get revenge. No need for revenge. Just, hey, look, let this fool figure he won when he lost. <laughs> All right, let this fool figure he won when he lost. Jesus. Let's get back to the show. Let's talk about hookup culture. All right, let's let this woman remind you about uh, hookup culture. And we'll break down what she said, and I'll show you another video. Here we go. Okay. So this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm online. I'm trying all these things. But like, what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there at all? I don't know. Help me out. All right. And so that's the, the idea that this woman is going to say uh, what happened to romance, what happened to all the nice things that simps used to do um, to whores that have been riding the carousel. <laughs> that's basically what she said, because in that video, she said she was participating in hookup culture. Remember, she says, I get it. I've been online. All right. Is anybody over this hookup culture? That means we've done it. That means she participated. Now she's 32 years old, smelling like a pack of Newports, and she wants you to put the toys away and settle down and commit. Now, the question is, let me play this video right here. Excuse me. The question is, who originated hookup culture? This is the conversation. Now, men are being blamed for creating hookup culture. As I read this comments, as I read these comments, Men are the ones being blamed for hookup culture. Now, this is going to then we'll go over our poll here and I'll look at some of these comments. Listen to this. Things that hookup culture relies on is one men deserve, which if you don't give it, someone else will. So you might as well get on your knees and suck that 
Of course he cheats. You didn't do your job. So the second one is basically the system is set up that women's value lies in looks and sexuality. So when we internalize it at a really young age, male validation becomes the main source of how we think about ourselves. That means in order for this boy to like me and to get his attention, I need to have sex with him because then he will like me versus him asking me what my favorite book is or hobbies and stuff like that. Oh, I may lose his attention. And then the third one is that a man's value rises with the amount of conquest he has. And then a woman's value plummets with the amount of people that used her. The hookup culture is telling casual sex is so cool, everyone should do it. But then it's the same people then also say, wow, you've been run through. Who is supposed to have sex with all these men then if it's not us women? How are we supposed to be part of hookup culture because the guy has needs and I need to just fuck him and then not attach my emotions to it because then I'm living in the 50s by having feelings and wanting to be exclusive. But then also I have to keep my number low. That just is so contradicting for me. Oh, boy, man. I tell you, man, women are exhausting. They're exhausting. This is why I don't like to spend a lot of time with them. I mean, this is not because of you personally. You guys are just exhausting. And when I tell you, you pay, men pay in energy, we expend energy with women. And in all ways, they don't return the energy back. Like just listening to them is exhausting. Like I'm just exhausting listening to that. I'm like, oh, my God. All right. Just listening to them and explain every useless thought that has popped up in their head. You have to listen to me. No, I don't. I don't have to listen to you. Well, I'm going to run to another guy. Okay, I'll listen. <laughs> All right. All right, just me in the bedroom. I'm doing 98% of all the activities. I'm doing the pushing and shoving. I'm doing the thrusting. I'm doing the stroking. I'm flipping you over, smacking you on the ass. I'm doing everything. You just getting tossed around like a leg, uh, a rag doll. All right, you just getting pushed in position. I'm doing everything else. I'm expending the energy. So, and after I'm done, if I did a good job, she want me to do it again. If I did a good job, I don't want to do it again. I'm tired. I just want 15 minutes or 20 minutes of uninterrupted sleep. Because I'm tired. Dealing with women is exhausting. They're not giving you energy. They're taking it. All right, so. And they're giving it to the rest of the world. This is how it works. But I heard a lot of bullshit in here. This woman in the third point essentially said, women are punished for participating in hookup culture, which means to say it is of the men's benefit. Hookup culture was created for men, but then when the women participate in it, they're being victimized, of course, forever the victim. They're being hurt because... They want casual sex, but then if they participate, they're going to say, you've been ran through. That's a vital point. I've actually been very critical of men who talk about hoes and then deal with hoes. Like they talk negatively about them. I talk, I, I've been dealing with men who actually don't provide aftercare. You want to treat a woman bad, but you also want to sexually demoralize her. And then after you sexually demoralize her, you want to tell her that she's nasty and dirty, right? In a demeaning way. I don't agree with that. You, there's also men that say women shouldn't be rewarded. She gets no reward, but you got the reward and then you discard. But then you talk about these 304s out here, right? We can't have it both ways. And they're actually right on that one. You have women that you have men that say women shouldn't get uh get anything. They don't they don't get the, they don't get to keep money. They don't get to do anything. And it's actually tricking if you give them a benefit for participating. But then you also say women should be submitting to you. Women should do. You have to give a reason why. 
So you're not rewarding her. You're not letting her get anything. You don't want men to give her anything. You want to then complain about the whole market out here and call ho women hoes and skeezers, but then not participate. Like, what are we doing? This is actually, to me, this is actually, to me, causing the problem. And this is what the women are saying. This is causing a problem. Now, let's get down to the beat of the, the beef of this. We're going to talk about modern-day hookup culture. We already know that in the past, there's always been a hookup culture. So if you take it back to the days of the Old West, where you had the whole house, the whole house where the mayor, all right, the senators, the governor, the police chief, the sheriff, all people were playing poker and gambling and drinking drinks at the whole house. And everybody knew that the hose was up here. And there was a distinguishing characteristic. My wife's over here and there are the hose. And everybody participated in this culture, right? That was somewhat open and free until it was illegalized. Why? Because it didn't give an incentive to a man to get into the state-funded marriage system. Now, move forward. Let's move forward. You guys had the flappers. Uh, the flapper generation, the roaring 20s. The roaring 20s was coming out of the Spanish flu. Then you had the roaring 20s going into modern. That was a whore culture. That was a that was a culture of sexual independence for women. That was a hookup culture. So the flappers weren't just girls that dressed a certain way. They were also girls that were sexually liberated and free. And they were judged as such. So the 20s had hookup culture. Go into the 40s, I mean the, the 60s. The 60s had a hookup culture as well which was the free love, sexual liberation, burning of bras, women being open and sexually free. All right, this is where much of, much of your modern-day STIs or STDs came from, this culture, the baby boomers going wild, or at least the silent generation or the baby boomers going wild. Drug use, dependency, chemical uh, substance abuse, right? This is a hookup culture, okay? Free love. Then you got the 1970s, the disco, the disco era, Studio 54, Women during the coca, snorting uh, nose candy. All right. A lot of sexual hookups. Many of you guys that are Generation Xers were born out of hookup culture. All right. You had the pimping and the hoeing, the black exploitation. This was all sort of the hookup culture prior to the modern hookup culture. All right. You fast forward going into the 2000s. The 2000s where we started into going in the hookup culture. Then the 2012s, the smartphone. So we've always had hookup culture. We've already had promiscuity. We already had whoredom. This isn't new. We've already had, we've always had women uh, doing pay for play. This isn't new. This is just a new version of it. And it's on steroids. It's fast. Now we have the modern day hookup culture, which is done on the phone. It's not done as much in person unless you're in college. The modern hookup culture, as uh, I suggest in my poll, who is responsible for it let's go with the men let's go with the men why are why would men be responsible for modern day hookup culture well let's take the puas for example the puas encourage men to go out and this isn't new remember this is just a cycle around the 90s going into the, the early 2000s these men encourage men to go out to look for women to fornicate with that was the whole point. We want to hook up. So if you want to say there were men responsible for the modern day hookup culture, there were men already going to bars and clubs to hook up. But then a group came along to popularize and take nerds to go do the same thing. 
And so these nerds went out there in mass like lemmings to go get free hookups. So, yes, could men be responsible for this? That's where we are. There's been an exploitation to get men to do this. And at the same time, not enough therapy from these guys to tell these men you're creating the market that you're now going to uh, reject going forward. So you're trying to get easy sex. And then later you want to talk about these 304s out here. Okay. So if we were correct, if we did it the right way, we can say we're going to have fun with these 304s. And then we're actually going to understand what 304s do. Not later on say, look at all these holes out here. You can't do that. I think that's not fair. Now, next. So those were the men that if you said the men created the hookup culture, yes, you could say this group of men were responsible for it. They pushed it. As a result, women participated in it as a means for digital, I mean, sexual liberation and freedom. I cannot understand for the life of me why women don't accept their part in creating this hookup culture. Because without you guys giving up the access, there is no hookup culture. Without you giving up the sex and closing your legs, and no, you weren't manipulated. Any woman that says they were manipulated in sex in this modern culture is lying to you. You knew what you were doing. Many times you were getting a better deal. You thought you were getting a guy that you probably didn't. You thought you deserved him, and you thought by giving him sex, you were going to keep him. You strategically did this, and you lost the game. You granted the access. You lost. And you lost multiple times. Not only that, we live in a culture now that women can enjoy sex. And a lot of men still don't haven't caught up. So now you're baffled at the amount of women that actually enjoy getting throttled, dehumanized, demeaned, you know, beat up, you know, uh, inviting trains. All right. Train. Orgies. Actually being sexual deviants and liking it. A lot of men don't understand that. They don't mind the hookup. The problem with those, yeah, getting choked, degraded, they don't mind it. The problem is these women want to go from that into be wives. And they haven't been able to capitalize on getting, you know, being wifed up. So they're there saying, I'm being penalized for being a 304. No, 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 no. You just were a 304 at the wrong time. You thought you was going to be out here hoeing, and then all of a sudden, you couldn't capitalize. You can get married in the end, so now you're saying you're being penalized. False. You used to be able to get wifed up, but now you can't. Now you want to play victim. Now you can't even get boyfriends. You can't get committed relationships. Now you out here trying to say you're playing the victim. But we live in a culture where women now can be free to say they enjoy sex. This is new from the last few decades. Before, they had to be very silent about it. Now, they can actually go out there, objectify themselves, do it, play plausible deniability, do it, enjoy it, and then say later on, well, now I'm tired of hookup culture. Aren't you tired? They can say, I've had my fun. Now I'm ready to settle down. And you were supposed to buy that shit hook, line, and sinker. Now, this is the problem. And they're trying to not be accountable for this. They're saying, now my body count is hurting me. Now men shouldn't worry about body count. If women are saying men shouldn't worry about body count, these are women that fully took advantage of the sexual hookup culture. 
Now they're trying to guilt you to say you shouldn't worry about it. Sorry. You can't play and change the rules in order to fit you like that anymore. You used to be able to. Now you're not. Let's go back to the men. Men who benefited from hookup culture are rare. Women who benefit from hookup culture are normal. If we're going to put the blame on men, we have to be very specific as to what men benefited from hookup culture and what men didn't. Because the men who benefited from hookup culture are a small percent. Very small. It has actually been proven. We can look at the data, especially in today's hookup culture with men between age age 18 and 30, that only a small percentage of men got to take advantage of hookup culture. I mean, a very small. But if we look at women's cell phone habits from the introduction of the smartphone, you can pretty much say four out of five got to participate in hookup culture. Four out of five women, if they chose to do it, they got a benefit, whether the number is 10 men or 1,000 men, right? Is there a number 1,000? 10,000. Women got to choose to participate and come back off of it. Most men never even got on the hookup culture. Most men never even got out of the blocks. Most men didn't even get a chance. Now, I'm not one of those guys. I got to actually have fun, right? But most men still fantasizing about a potential hookup culture. So if, in fact, it is the men who ruined this and uh, got women to have high body counts, let's just understand that's probably 30% of men And I'm being generous. 30% of men in America have laid down 90% of women. This is simple. This is no, this is no contest. And if we really want to be crazy, if the numbers are really high, we're talking about 10 to 15% of men. Only a small, small select group of men got to really, really enjoy hookup culture. Very small. The rest of the 15% in that 30%, they got some fun out of this. They got some fun. They did well. They did well. But the rest of the men, where we go, the 70% of men, they didn't get shit. They didn't get nothing. They did nothing. They got maybe one, two, three pieces of tail. All right, maybe three. Maybe three. The actual average is somewhere between six. For the average man, and we're talking about the below average man, probably got one if they was lucky. All right. If they were lucky, they got one. And in the today's world, um, it is said that uh, 30% of men between age, and, age 18 and 30 are virgins. They're getting none. So if 30% of men are getting zero, what are the men between that 30% and that magical 70%? What are they getting? Maybe six. Maybe six bodies. The top 30% are in the body count of 50 and up. And the top 10% gets what they want if they choose. Some men don't choose that. Some men don't choose that. We have to understand some men in that top 10%, they didn't participate in all as well. But that was a choice. That was a choice. 
So let's talk about this. We can blame men and women. I agree. We can blame men and women. There's enough to blame to go around. But all men, not at all. The majority of women, definitely. Now, if we want to say the smartphone has allowed both to thrive and do it at a levels that we have not seen in human history. Okay. Okay. The amount of sexual exchange we're seeing today between the average person has not been seen in human history. The amount of body counts the average person has today has never been seen in the history of humanity at all. Oh, humanity. So we've had our hookup cultures prior. Some of these things have encouraged some of this hookup culture. Somebody mentioned birth control. That has definitely allowed people to hook up more. That's a woman's thing. So has early terminations of pregnancies legally. That has allowed women to use that as a source of birth control. If you look at the early terminations of pregnancies, women are going in four and five times just to terminate pregnancies. I have a question. If a woman has gone in five times to terminate a pregnancy, on average, two to three, that woman has at least had double the uh, sexual partners. Most men haven't had two to three sexual partners. <laughs> they haven't even had two or three partners. This woman has gone in for two or three procedures. I want you to think about that. The smartphone, uh, uh, it is in the past, 80% of women have procreated against 20% of men in the history of the world. But in today's world, we have the ability to rack a body count if we have the ability to, to uh, give attention to it. The smartphone has open access to that. And we can now get it pretty quickly. All you have to do is invest a little time, maybe time in your looks, appearance, status, and or talents and or money. Now we are in the money marketplace because women can get sex easily. Ask any woman. She could like, I got to get laid easily. Why would I just get laid easily? Well, before you weren't able to get laid easily. Okay, let's go back to this woman right here. Prior to 2010, you couldn't just get laid easily by whoever you wanted. You had to wait for that man to present himself. Or in public, you had to go up to that man. You had to have the meeting. Today, you have Instagram DMs. You have online accounts. You have Snapchats. You have reach all across the world to be able to get laid easily. So for women, they look at free sex as a waste. She said, and this woman's going to approve it. I have to actually allow a woman to explain it. So you can see we're saying the exact same thing. Listen. And, you know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about, like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like, I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I. All pretty girls. Black girls. None. And it's like, 
people say like finding someone to have sex with you to take you out to eat to compliment you is not hard i can go on these apps clearly and find someone that's ready to have sex with me tonight right now without even knowing my last name literally does not know if i've just had just got rid of an std yesterday but is definitely willing to have sex with me right now did you hear what she said so if anybody was denying what i was just saying she just explained that she was like, getting sex is easy. I can find somebody right now. I got the apps. I can find somebody right now. Now, I want you to look at this woman. I want you to look at this woman. And I'm going to tell you something. Prior to 2010, it was not that easy. <laughs> right? Even when she walks outside right now in 2023, it ain't that easy. Obviously, she's complaining about black men no long, longer approaching. You have to ask, why aren't they? They already busted a nut before they showed up. And that's a major difference because it's easy to get. It's easy for them to get. A man can go out to a club tonight and he didn't already had two women before he showed up. That was not true in the 1990s. In the 1990s, he had to go out to go get it. He didn't have anybody to easily get it. She didn't have anybody to easily give it up to. So now we can put the onus on the smartphone. The smartphone has allowed easy access for both. Unfortunately, it's a small percentage of men and it is a higher percentage of women. Now, if you're complaining about who gets the benefit and who loses, if, in fact, the women does lose, she does take the losses. Who also takes the loss is men that possibly had a chance to get sex through work, effort, marriage, or all of these things. He loses because he ain't got nothing but hoes to pick from in the end. So she loses her reputation and she loses by being a 304. The rest of the men don't want to wife up these hoes. So he loses because he previously could marry her when she only had three bodies, but now she got 33 and he ain't got nothing but a skeezer to marry and ain't nobody doing that. So guess what? Who benefits? Who wins and loses? Both. Not only that, you got the men that are getting out here, getting it out here. They don't have no incentive to settle down. Why would he? So he loses. Okay. Nobody wants to have babies with hoes. That's in our DNA. Our sexual device is designed to thwart off potential other mates. The scooping, the spoon, the thrusting. That's to get any potential mates out. Why do we want to have sex and, make, and procreate with hoes? We naturally don't want to do that. We set up defense, forwarding, uh, defense forces, mate guards, securing, protecting, keeping the woman away from exposure to other men. We've been doing this for millennia. Now, all of a sudden, these hoes want to be wiped up after being out here in these streets. It's despicable. It's disgraceful. I'm going to the streets. End of story. And people want to now change the definitions of what things are when inherently we have a system that has worked. So, yes, hookup culture has been nice for the majority of women. Unfortunately, they run into a brick wall. It has been nice for a small percentage of men, but they even have their problems. It has been not so nice for the majority of men. And it has been easier for everybody. It's not just women's fault. But if we, you want to blame women, you can easily put it there. It's not just men's fault. 
it's some men's fault. It's some goofy men's fault, in my opinion. Guys, I, I talk about 304s, but I don't mind women being 304s. I don't mind it. I don't penalize a woman for being a 304. I just say I will associate or not. But guys are out here saying they got high body counts and they're the man and they're pimps and they're out here doing this and they got the game and they got the mouthpiece. If you so much as call a woman a hoe in a demeaning way, you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. I don't understand why you do that. <laughs> you're not a bigger man for doing that. You're actually causing the problem and you're exacerbating the problem. Use them for fun and just say she's recreational activity. Let her go home. Don't belittle her because that's going to prevent me from taking advantage of her as well. Then she's going to want to try to go marry to keep her reputations going. And then some other man got to marry a hoe. I don't want that. I want to protect the next man from marrying a hoe. Let's just keep him a fun ride and then keep her encouragement up. Hey, girl, I like what you did. Maybe maybe you could do it for my friend. Maybe it ain't no fun unless the homies can't have none. We want to keep these hoes from marriage. We don't want to keep these hoes from marrying simps. Let her keep hoeing. Reward her. Reward her. Give her a little bit of money. Let her dance. Ain't no shame in nobody's game. But what you're doing is the worst part of it because you out here participating with these hoes. And then you feel bad because that's all you can get is hoes. And then you got to belittle the hoe in the process. No, nah, man, that's not no real man shit. That's some beta male shit. That's some beta male shit. Why you got to put the hoe down? You was just in her body. You was just in her body. If you bad, you bad. If she's bad, you despicable too because you used her for pleasure. <laughs> right? Come on, man. I can't stand these young immature men giving you guys advice, trying to belittle hoes out here when they using them. Right? Mm. <laughs> Why are you trying to put her down because you were so lackluster that you had to have hoe for attention? Come on, stop. Your game so weak that you had to go out there and use her. Now you got to belittle her. Let these hoes hoe, man. Let these hoes hoe. Let them do what they doing, man, and give them the encouragement and the motivation that they need to keep being out here doing the God's work or the devil's work. Let them do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway let me stop hey man hit the live hit the like button man hit the live button i'm telling y'all man how to be mature out here man put put these hoes up and let everybody know where they at all right you'd be like man i had her one i got her good too i'll let her i'll let you get her <laughs> i'll let you get her hey man she a fun time hey come on run around sue get on over here but y'all want to go out here and degrade them and call them all kind of what do y'all want to haram them? And when you make it your business, he said, coach admit coach just admitted he likes sloppy seconds. Are you serious? Are you serious? Do you guys know what? I, I mean, these people, man, shout, shout out to the 18 year old boys that watch me. You guys do not know these women are getting ran through by the bundles. We all sharing. If you're in the United States of America or any Western European country, oh, and I'll say any third world country, you're sharing these women. Mm. Ain't nobody getting no new nookie. 
There ain't one woman giving out new nookie out here. If she is, she's somewhere tucked away in Antarctica. Nookie been done gave up. Nookie been given out <laughs> out here. There ain't virgins out here. Virgins, raise your hand, please. Right now, they telling y'all to marry leftover women. And you know she didn't had at least two babies pushed out from her body, maybe three. All y'all getting used up women. And by the way, virgins ain't that big of a deal as you think. All right. I'm actually demoralized when I'm, if I find out this woman is a virgin, I'm like, ugh, I'll pass on it. I'll be like, going to get you some experience first because it ain't going to do nothing for you. You think this is going to be great. No woman got no tight poom poom out here. Not, 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 not like that. Oh, by the way, by the way, even if a woman has not had a partner, I want you to go to her dresser drawer right by her bed. Go by her nightstand. I want you to go in her bedroom right now. Most of y'all can't. Go in her bedroom. Go to the nightstand that is closest to the spot that she sleeps I want you to open the second drawer on the nightstand. Drawer number two, not the top drawer. That's where she keeps her diary and her notepad. Go to the second drawer and open it. When you open that drawer, you're going to see she's already been violated and thrusted and drilled and teased and licked and jackhammered. This woman has already been violated by silicone devices, USB devices, battery-operated devices. But now you, she already been <laughs> strap-on, snap-on, handcuffs. You're going to look and be like, wow, I thought you didn't. She got her Bible in the first drawer. In this world, you're not going to be the first. If they do that, just realize you will find out. And unfortunately, even if you're good in bed, she still needs stimulation because she's been desensitized already. So now we're even going into another conversation. Most of y'all don't have enough salami out here. And if you think you do, you wrong. When you're not there, she be at her drawer number two. Sometimes she got to be like, you don't mind. She'll say, is your ego strong enough to deal with the facts that I have all of this and I need this to get off? Because you ain't enough out here, right? And you're going to be working overtime and she's just going to be just sitting there. Do you mind? And you're going to have to put up with it. And she's going to reach. And you're going to see condom wrappers. Open condoms, use condoms, a surplus of condoms, Costco condoms. You're going to see a whole row, 50 condoms and three used, one. <laughs> and you're going to be like, yep, nipple clamps. Bruh, y'all talking about, uh, you talking about sloppy seconds. Everybody's sharing. And if there's any women out here to deny this, please step forward. And I'll invite you over to investigate. I'm going to do a little bit of inspection. If you're out here saying you're a virgin or whatnot, 
Let me know and I'll inspect. Yes. <laughs> Somebody said, yep. And she opened up them condoms in this Magnum only. It's Magnum condoms only. And you looking like, uh-oh. Crazy, 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 man. We live in this world, but of course, we, we're in this world. Uh, when I tell you, we've had more exposure to more human beings than in, ever in the history of the world. I grew up in a time where catching a flight and going from one area to another was a big deal. I grew up in a time talking to a woman outside your area code was likely to jump your telephone bill up from $10 to $250 and have your mama in your bedroom get in the damn frying pan upside your head. So it wasn't that easy to just talk and keep on carrying on with a woman miles away. I grew up in a time driving two hours away from some Punani was ridiculous. Your car wouldn't even make it. Your sloppy jalopy breaking down on the side of the freeway. Nobody driving no two hours for new Punani. But today you can do that. You'd be like, yeah, I got a car. Zoom. <laughs> okay. Getting on a dating site made you a lame. Um, I grew up in a time where if you caught a flight to go, go to someone or if you paid for a woman to fly to you, people would be like, what? Airline ticket on Northwest Orient, $688 for coach cabin. Okay, please. You would have to get on a Greyhound bus. You getting on a Greyhound bus. Everything you did was in this little circle right here. You just right in here. Everybody was right up in here. So we're getting exposed to a greater amount of people. For the first time in human history, the majority of humans can expose themselves. Dude, you got people going passports, going over to find wise. Did people do this before? Yes. Only a small group of people did this. Only a small group of people used to have to take a boat in treacherous weather for six months to go from one side of the earth to the other to go get some punani <laughs> right right please today not so much and women had a time to guard their reputation meaning that in these times she could not be exposed within the small circle as being one of these women because it would hurt her from mate selecting in her small circle she cannot have that she cannot have these contacts she cannot be exposed as that because her small circle would make it that she will never find a mate. Today, bruh, it is not like that. Your girl could be in Atlanta and she can say she's back home in Cleveland. You wouldn't even know the difference because you're in Columbus texting her. You can't go up to, you don't even know where girls live. You'll sleep with a girl, not know her first name, barely her last name. Barely her first name. You certainly won't know her last name. You don't even know where she lives. <laughs> and you done clapped her out 25 times. Man, we live in a new world. And in between the last time you seen her, she'd have been clapped out at least once. Maybe 50 times by the last time they seen her. And then when you text her, you'd be like, hey, uh, can we hang out this weekend? She'd be like, sure, I can't wait to see you again. And she'd come in leaking. From the previous hour. And she got an appointment after you. <laughs> Soon as she leave your crib. She on the phone texting. Going to her next meetup. 
Come on, man. This is the world we live in. Is this every woman? No, but this is certainly could be her. <laughs> so we, we live in this world. We got to accept this world we live in. All right, shout out to my man, Kevin. G says, sacrifice a kingdom for a bitch from Suits. Send it. Indeed. She was a, she was a major actress, too. Did I get no government name, BH? All right, I probably did. We got our man, Mr. Torrance, says, I love being single coach. Free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to you brothers out here. <laughs> Some people are dating. Some people are dating, but um, one of the uh, ladies, if you're here and would ever listen, which you guys don't, one of the main reasons why a guy would stop being a male 304 and would date a woman is, number one, he doesn't have access to many women, and number two, he's tied of hoes, and he wants exclusivity in the dating process, right? If he's not getting exclusivity in the dating process, he's probably not going to participate. And he'll just go out and be a hoe because he's assuming you are hoeing too. Okay. But if you're keeping, if you're keeping options, he probably going to keep options too. So um, that's what it is. Shout out to my brother here. We got, uh, let's see who is this in here. Oh, hold on for a second. I got to click another thing here. And don't blame me for not getting no wife. No, anyway, so so we got uh, Kevin Sullivan says, what's up for the weekend, coach? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, Paying nigga? my daily subscription fee for the best edutainment, man. Hit me with that. Trayang. Shout out to the Trayang gang in here. Shout out to Trinesia says, coach, what's up with the ninjas? And send a pick thing from women. He says, why they, why they know what she looked like or who they know. My bad. He says, he's basically saying, why are you asking for a picture when they know who you look like? Tell us the secrets. Mouthpiece ninjas are the coochie beggars. <laughs> Jesus, don't let them know, Tradish. So the I said the biggest simps out here are ninjas who run game. I've been saying that for a long ass time. And here's a woman confirming. I said, they're the biggest blue pills out here. They're the biggest simps. They're the because they paying so much attention. She just said it. Mouthpiece ninjas are the biggest coochie beggars. What you're doing is begging for coochie. And inherently, you're like, I'm a, I'm a beg for coochie, soft begging. I'm a soft beg for coochie. I swear to God, this is 100. And then just say they don't beg. Well, why you, why you all talking to her? Why you talking to her? Ninjas that really get it ain't saying shit to the woman. <laughs> You ain't saying nothing. She, 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 she trying to meet up with you. But if you gotta say all that bullshit, they coochie beggars. By the way, ninjas, they brothers be starving. Yeah, hey, it's confirmation. Starving. It's confirmation. <laughs> I've been saying they the biggest simps out here, and they will refuse to see it. They're like women; they refuse to see it. But it's all right. It's all right. Um. Anyway, and you can disagree. I don't give a shit. It's gonna be. I'm. You're not gonna change my mind. You're not gonna change my mind. All right. Anyway. <laughs> and so what's happening he says she says it's the tone yep it's basically them singing i'm singing i'm a sing 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 for the punani but anyway why do men ask for pictures that's that's dry begging too dry begging ass ninjas i'm actually turned off when a woman sends me a picture unsolicited if she sends me a picture and i didn't ask for it it turn it's a turn off if she sends me a picture, and I rarely ask for a picture unless I think 
that I'm meeting her in a situation where I just want to confirm she's not a fake profile or something like that. But I don't need you to send me a naked picture or a video at all. It turns me off, right? And so men who ask for pictures, like what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I want to see her live in living color in the flesh. I don't want to see no picture. Now, if you want to see what she looks like, her body, I might say, hey, send me a picture standing up, waist up, all right, fully clothed. I might ask for that. And no, I don't want feet pictures. I like them in person. I don't mess with women on the internet, all right? Like, I'm desensitized to many women on the internet. I want to see it in live and in living color. I want to put fingertips, and I want to put hands on hips, and I want to dip, you dip, we dip, all right? And sending a picture actually delays her seeing you in person. All right, I want to see you in person. Get get over here. Get over here, all right? That's what I want you to do. I want to see you and some people don't want to be catfished, but that's not what she's talking about. She's talking about when men say, send me a pictures in, in pink panties. That's what she's talking about. Send me a picture with your cleavage. Send me a pictures with your titties out. Send me a pictures of you playing. That's what she's talking about. She's not talking about a picture of you. But um, I done seen enough pictures and women doing stuff on video and pics. I'm not impressed. Shout out to my man Garrett says, uh, women control sexual access. Men control commitment. The flappers in the Wild West 304s were only a small percentage of females. And there was a reason why as well. I could talk about it. Once feminism started mimicking men in careers and finances, they tried to have sex like men and stop requiring commitment. Yes. But then they wanted to change the game when they wanted to. Okay, I'm done. Why can't we have sex like men? And they tried it and they became mentally ill. Okay. Unstable and lost. And then they then said, I don't want to do that no more. I've had my fun. I want to be a wife. It's working against them. The reason why the Wild Wild West was a thing is because a lot of these men were in towns where there weren't many women. All right. So the reason why you could have a whorehouse in the middle of town, theoretically, is because men were mining. Men were doing things like building a city and trying to provide structure. Men were... Uh, throwing off and trying to protect a certain area in that western town and there weren't many women there thus they had to have hoes okay they had to have the whorehouse now san francisco did not have any more whorehouses they ran out of whorehouses so what san francisco men did during the gold rush because there was a lack of whorehouse yeah building railroads because they were a lack of whorehouses, unfortunately, men in the gold rush in San Francisco turned to other men. Thus, this is why you have, this is one of the reasons why you have San Francisco being the epicenter of the reading rainbow. Okay. This is why you have that. Because there weren't that many women and there weren't that many whores. So you had a big population of men run over there to take advantage of the gold rush. And then it became broke back mountain. This is why Frisco is known for that. One of the reasons why not the only. So if you want to debate me on this is not the only reason they're booty bandits It's because this is one of the reasons. Okay. All right. So anyway, they needed, they ran out of whorehouses to play with. And so they were like, well, might as well broke back mountain pause. Atlanta too. Too many men ran to Atlanta. Not that many available women. All right. All right. So anyway, 
Shout out to Lamont J says, you were right, Coach. Technology was the vehicle with no brakes, and we're the crash test dummies. Now everybody's taking L's. So, yes, we have to provide the opportunity to say both people are responsible for the current marketplace. Kevin says, every time you mention the silicone devices, it reminds me of the curb, your enthusiasm scene. It says, search for man cannot compete with machinery on YouTube and select the first listed result. You'll enjoy it. Yep, I wish I could share it too. Indeed. But uh, yeah, we're in that world where men cannot compete with the amount of uh, toys that a woman can uh, get. And there's a lot of sexually deviant women out here. Shout out to Caitlin says, at one point, it is up to 85% of women were virgins on their wedding day. Nowadays, it's only 5% of women are virgins on their wedding day. So who's hookup coach? Who's responsible for hookup culture again? Indeed. All right. We got that down there right there. The Jimmy ZTT says coach is not lying. It's literally like a showroom floor. If you go to the right websites, joining the Sunday stream changed my life. Shout out to the coach gang. Yeah, man, like just like anything, Uber Eats, it made food delivery easy, right? You can you can order rental cars and have them dropped off right in front of your door via Turo. Okay, you can have cleaning services come right from your from your uh inquiry online right to your door. They ain't never seen you. They don't know if you a killer on the inside. They'll come and be ready with brooms and vacuums. Hey, I'm ready to clean. You paid the fee. They don't do no private investigating. They don't look up your criminal record. They will show up and send two gorditas right to your door. <laughs> right? Like, think about that. That's what dating and that's what the sexual marketplace has turned to. The woman don't even know. They don't even know who you are, barely. They kind of get a little picture and they'll be like, dude, they barely even know your real name. They'll show up to your door hot and ready. Okay? And that's just not even on the JUCO. That's just on the sexual dating marketplace. So now y'all got the nerve to try to put rules on it, please. Caitlin says a woman cheating is premeditated deletion of a man's uh premeditate wait, premeditated deletion. A man cheating is manslaughter. Okay, we keep saying in society it's the same when men and women cheat and it's not. I actually agree that it's not the same, but but not a lot of people will agree with me. I'm not a person I'm not a person that uh supports cheating on any level. But I don't agree that it's the same. I think there's if women want to uphold the standards of society, they have to understand the power that they have. And if they don't want to admit they have the power, we'll give it up. No government name since when I was 17. I used to hang out with my friend Eric and my girlfriend. We chill and smoke blunts. One day when I had food poisoning, I was in the hospital. Eric clapped her cheeks. My girlfriend said it just happened and started crying when she told me the next day. We met up to talk, and she asked if I wanted to break up with her. I told her that I still loved her. Then I clapped her cheeks. I called her the next day and dumped her, DT beat her, and slept with Eric's girlfriend the next weekend. So we definitely sharing each other, all right? We definitely in the business of sharing each other for sure. We got, uh, let me see, one, two, three, four. Did I get this one here? Daylay says, Coach Ninja still believe God is in marriage. Uh, when literally in the West, rainbow people are taking it over. I don't get it. He says men are offing themselves because they're losing everything in the court system, but God is in marriage. He says men are offering up their wives to get their guts rearranged in front of millions of people, but God is in marriage. Question, coach, is Adam 22 situation? He says 
uh, just a shadowing of things to come in the near future. He says, will these type of relationships be the majority? Not necessarily the majority, but they're easy to find right now. Okay. If a woman ever says to you that she has a partner, please trust and believe they have some sort of open relationship. That's an early indicator. Not many women that say I have a husband will say they have an open relationship. But if they say a partner, there's a good chance they have an open relationship because they only look at them as a partner. Now, I've been saying poly and sharing and, and polygyny and polyamory is the future. I've been saying this for years. So do not be surprised when this is going to be accepted in the open, meaning that we've been doing it, but it's going to be accepted. Okay. Uh, Deadly Etley says Wimby in the NBA uh, is it Wimby is the NBA player with all the cheat codes enabled soon. Six for four will not be good enough for the these three oh fours. Well, yeah, that's true, too. All right. All right. So, uh, you know, getting here, I want you guys to understand language just has a big, big indicator language to give you all the tip offs here. If a woman looks at a man as a partner, she doesn't look at him as a spouse. All right. So she will still be somewhat free. John says coach you're the best keep saving lives hope you have and enjoy a good weekend what's up nigga what's up for the weekend nigga? okay what are we doing here getting all of these brothers here all right uh let me see here jc says my ex used to shave and wax parts before going out indicator she's ready to cheat anytime they get in that punani ready all right she ready to give it to somebody other than you indeed Edley says the NBA draft is the female version of the junior college for 2023. Apex Predators looking at Wimby like frat boys. See a new freshman flatback Supreme. MC Hamster says I'm at the snooty Fox bartender said, hey, yo, chill. Hey, yo, chill, sir. Hey, yo. Teron McAdams 2 Chains says that's my hoe too. <laughs> 2 Chains, 2 Chain Yanes, Ray Allen, everybody sharing in these streets out here. I'm going to the streets. End of story. Deadly Elliot, Brittany's husband probably uh, probably be rubbing his hands like Birdman thinking of divorce graping Spears. Is she married? After she tried to wrap that black Yao Ming in her warm embrace. CGA is the ghost says, take all my money, CGA, if you're giving, if you're giving more money to a girl rather than CGA or a church, you're doing it wrong. Coach gang in the building, he says, go and train in the building, in the building. We got the train yang. JC says she's rocking the same T-shirt. You let your boy hoop in. All right. Indeed. Okay. Ladies are very, very deceptive. They're smart. They're smart. Don't underestimate them. And a lot of guys think that they got a girl in check. And then you think the girl's innocent. Like guys that think girls are innocent are crazy to me. Shout out to Kaylin says women are limited are limited without men. You can't spell the word woman without man. All right, let me see Cash App and Venmo. We'll get to everybody. Mandatory says tuition coach. Married women and other people's girlfriend keep hitting on me. Trust no women. Keep entertaining on YouTube. Keep it up. One of the early indicators of men dealing with women is when they deal with married women. So if, if women want to know where uh, some men, especially top-tier men, get mistrust of women, it is when married women cheat. All right. So don't be mad, ladies, when a man doesn't want to marry, because a lot of times a lot of married women have offered themselves up and actually have given distaste. Like, you don't, some of these men have never had to get divorced, but they've had enough married women in their lives 
to know that they'll never have their wife out here being a 304. Mm. All right, so watch out for that. Newski is in the building, and uh, we got one, two, three super chats. Uh, Newski says, Seminal retention and no fap is the best Viagra. He says, I noticed the longer I go without it, the more I want it, the better I perform. Takes discipline. But if I could go a year without wanting or with wanting, I could go so further in life. He says, but enjoy your weekend, coach gang. You can. Okay. The biggest distraction to men is women. All right. Not saying that women are bad, but the biggest distraction to men is women. All right. Look up sexual transmutation. Look up drifting. Look up substance abuse. Anthony A. Double Island says, what's up, coach? There's a movie called The Last Duel where the woman gets two friends. Gets two friends. I think it's two friends to fight each other. This movie will show you that women don't have loyalty to one man. Free agent lifestyle for life. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. And um, if any woman in here claims to be monogamous, I'm going to ask you, how many men have you been monogamous with? (laughs) Women are like, I'm a monogamous woman. Oh, okay. How many men have you been monogamous with? how many times have you tried this that would not be monogamy that would be hoeing that would be sharing that would be non-monogamous okay that's literally not the definition of monogamy the simple biblical definition of monogamy is one partner one time for a lifetime that would be biblical Okay, but we know you're way off on that. Now, how many of these men have you been monogamous with that you not have cheated across the lines? Like you didn't cheat in the gap. Like you broke up, you were on a break and had another partner and then came back to your partner. I've never cheated. How many of these men have you moved on to? Because you've had multiple men, multiple monogamous relationships. When you went to the next guy, did you know the next guy before you Broke up with the previous guy. Listen, ladies. Listen, gentlemen. When she went to the next guy, was the other was the next guy present in your life with before you broke up with the previous guy? That would not be monogamy. Mm. That is a violation of all monogamous principles. If you moved on to another guy and that guy was present in your life before you broke up, meaning he was a friend, a homie, a homie that you went to school with, a lover, a co-worker, uh, uh, a ninja that you work at a job with, uh, a ninja that you went to school with. Uh, you see what I mean? You level, you monkey branch to that guy. That is not monogamy. Mm. Okay. Ninja in the DMs. Your, uh, your personal trainer, a ninja at your gym, a ninja at your school, he was in your class, a study partner, that would be not monogamy. That's not that's that's actually called monkey branching. That is non-monogamous. All right, shout out to Anthony D91, says CGA. Women will say it is the smartphone that created hookup culture. Then they will say, but men made the smartphone. <laughs> so it's Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's all right, JC says, when my gordita comes over, I call it Uber Beats. All right, shout out to those out there. And then uh, let me see. Do I got everything? I think I got everything. Let me check before we go because this is the last show of the week. But if you're ready for a show on Sunday before Monday, join CoachGregAdams.Locals.com 
That is all your information where we give you the aspects of the monetized marketplace. All right. Not pay for play. We talk about the monetized sexual marketplace. This is the advanced digital sexual marketplace right now going on. And it's going to be what we're doing in the next five to 10 years. It's going to be mainstream. It's always it's already mainstream. But this is going to be the mainstream. You're going to find a lot of people that you think you're running game on, that you're slow simping on. They're over here. And I show you that. But if you want the advantage of the money market out here, we have the money mindset stream on Sunday nights. Coach Greg Adams. Uh, sorry, patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams. These are only for members, only for contributors. All right. To get this. And this is the next level up. If you want your eyes open on the finances, if you want your eyes up on the new marketplace, Join. Links are in the description box. Shout out to the Ghost Gang and hit the like button. New, 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 new world on the way out, subscribe to all my channels because you never know. And we out of here, brothers. Peace. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's gonna go to Trump. God damn. I'm worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But God damn it, Chris. We need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. <laughs> he vote, he vote independent.